0: to episode 28 of PlayStation Derailed. I'm Don Olivero With me today, I have Mike Heredance. What's up, Mike? All right, man. How's it going? <laughs> Not bad, man. Thanks. Uh, and I've also got Joseph Fate. What's up, Joseph? Hi, mate. How's it going? Hello! Hi, <laughs> Hello! Uh, welcome back, guys. I'm glad to be uh, recording again. So, yeah, it's good to be
1: back on a Friday night for once.
0: How was your week, Mike?
1: Um, pretty good. Pretty busy. Um... Uh, Playing a bit of Tekken Tag 2, which I'll talk about later.
2: But yeah, run of the mill. How about you, Joseph? Um, not not nearly as busy as Mike over there. I'm playing <laughs> games for leisure, not for a review, so it's fun.
0: I have been playing a shitload of games. Um, so I can't wait to talk about that after. But uh, guys, let's break into news. How about that? Yeah, let's go for it. Uh, let's break right into. It. Wait, wait, wait a second, Mike. We usually we skipped we skip, uh, we skipped a part. What came out this week? Oh. If only we had that beautiful list. Uh, Yes,
1: we don't have the article anymore, sadly.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's okay. Um, Off the top of my head, what came out this week? Come on, man.
1: FIFA 13.
0: Hmm, that came out this week. Good job. Yeah.
1: Um, I think Pro Evo did as well, or was that the week before?
0: Um, Yeah, let's just give it to you. Yeah, sure, Pro Evo. Okay. (laughs) It came out.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, Borderlands 2 was last week, wasn't it? I guess. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah.
0: Um, oh, Little Bit of Planet Vita came out this week. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Little Bit of Planet Vita, uh, FIFA 13. Uh, that, that was on PlayStation Vita, and I, I believe FIFA 13 also came out on PS3. Yeah, that's what you said. Uh, Dead or Alive 5 came out. It was also on PSN. FIFA Pro Evo Soccer 13. So hold on, they came out the sig- same week, uh, Pro Evo and FIFA.
1: Um. I'm not too sure on that. That's, I can check. I can check though.
0: We almost forgot about um, Tokyo Jungle. Oh yeah,
1: Tokyo Jungle. Yeah, on PSN.
0: I, yeah, and then the, we've also big release. That's the big release, and then we've also got Starhawk <laughs> on uh, PSN. It was broken up into three parts. Uh, PlayStation Plus members get some of those parts for free and or discount. On discount, there's the Infamous Collection. Uh, Ratchet & Clank Collection One Piece Pirate Warriors Mirror's Edge this is all on PSN by the way uh, Final Fantasy 3 the DS remake um, it's, yeah. yeah the 3D DS remake uh, it's finally out on PlayStation Network for PSP and Vita uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Origins is out on PSN Realms of Ancient War which is a hack and slash uh, dungeon crawler uh, Table Ice Hockey for PS Vita and PSN uh okay that's a i think that's a two dollar game to be honest uh and hell yeah wrath of the dead rabbit which from what i'm hearing isn't so good um we've also got ps1 classic turnabout ps2 classic grand theft auto 3 i've heard of that one
1: yeah so, i think put rings of bell.
0: anything interesting i I've, I've been really wanting to try uh tokyo jungle
2: just
1: uh we have reviewed that haven't we um it was, I think we gave it a seven or a seven point five. It's quite it's quite a quirky looking game. Yeah. I think it's you, know, you play as this, these species of animals in the um in like this um, you know war torn kind of Tokyo where mankind has just completely disappeared for whatever reason hmm. and you have to like survive you know and mate and all this kind of stuff. I haven't played the game. I'm just saying talking about what I've read and just to quickly confirm, Pro Evo did indeed come out this week in North America. However, it came out in Europe last week.
0: It came on Europe last week. Yeah, on the twentieth. <clears throat> so you think that makes you better than us? Well, yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, I, I don't know how many animals there's. Like I said, I read that there's over fifty animals in that game. I, I don't know what the ultimate animal is, but uh, I'd be curious to find out. And if it isn't a dragon, I'd be pissed.
2: This, this takes place in tokyo
0: not not dragon Ball. oh yeah it's true This yeah, doesn't yeah. take place in the uk so never mind <laughs> <be a> give away <laughs> yeah but there's like alligators and rhinos and stuff uh, there's probably rhinos in tokyo well,
1: there's dragons in ancient japan so you know
0: <laughs> um you know what mike since i just remembered i, I wanted to thank god i remembered because i wanted to remind myself uh now that you've been you've been on the first part of derailed like last time you were only on part one where we did the news you weren't able to be there for the email so uh let's Let's crack open a few emails right now, Uh, maybe get to more later. But I just want to do, we never did this. Let's just do emails in the beginning of the episode. Uh, I'm going to kick off this email, obviously, by our number one fan, Franz. Franz sends an email, asks, um, with Borderlands 2 already out, what class are you guys going to choose? Oh, he he actually sent this before it came out. Uh, But he said, what class are you guys going to choose if you're going to play co-op? Do you want a partner to play with? Out of the eight characters from Borderlands 1 and 2, what two uh, would you like to see team up? So he's asking, out of the four new characters and four old characters, what two characters would you like to see in a team? Uh, He's also asking for a partner. Um, Should we just give out his PSN ID on air?
1: Um, (laughs) You're Uh asking, or?
0: I'm asking. Do you think that's a good idea? Um,
1: personally I wouldn't want my PSN ID given out on there I don't think we should consult the pool guide first
0: <laughs> <laughs> you don't even want to know your own PSN ID Mike it's that secret um, right. <laughs> but what class am I going to choose I didn't think I'd be able, I'd be choosing the assassin uh, just because I'm kind of hipster and I saw everybody choosing the assassin when the game came out uh, I thought I was going to go with the siren but then last second my friend uh, that I'm playing through with kind of nabbed the assassin so I was just like alright uh, sorry, she he nabbed the, the siren so I just grabbed the assassin uh, I wasn't I wasn't. I was impartial to the uh, Gunzerker, though. I mean, I didn't really. I don't know, Joseph. Who who did you choose? Uh, I chose Axton. Axton the Commando. Yeah. Hmm. And how how is he? He's kind
2: of cool. He's not. I thought he'd be more like the 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 guy from Borderlands One, where he had a lot of healing stuff. Uh, he has he has no healing at all. It's all it's pretty much
0: all damage all day. Hmm. Yeah, but that turret must be brutal.
2: Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like You can uh, upgrade it to fire fire rockets and stuff like that. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, uh, so far the way I've been building uh, Zero the Assassin is just crit damage, so his headshot. He just goes invisible and I'm aiming at the dude's head for like a few seconds and pop at his head and crit damage is pretty mental. Uh, Mike, I doubt you've got Borderlands since you've been insanely busy with other games, but uh, are you interested at all?
1: Um, I'm interested in it, but I haven't played the original at all, and obviously I haven't played the sequel, so I can't add Jackal to this. I'm afraid. <laughs> okay, but
0: if you if you would play Borderlands, what class would you play?
1: Uh, uh what's in, I don't know what classes are available, but I'm very much a kind of um, going all guns blazing type, so I wouldn't be a very stealthy kind of character or a sniper. If there's anyone that kind of caters to my kind of play style, I'd go with that. So you know, someone who's just Really good with weapons and stuff. I don't know if there's anyone
0: like that. Yeah, I guess the commando. I that sounds know, like my character. Maybe of the seat. gunzerker. Oh yeah, right, the gunzerker. Oh, I like the sound of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like of that. Uh, and just to round off his, his 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 last question for that part there, he asked uh, if what tool would we like to see up C team up. I don't know. Uh, how about both sirens? I I picture them messing up some shit. Sounds good to me. I'm really, really
2: excited about the, the DLC class that they're going to do. Uh, from, from what Gearbox has said, that that, that class is not, can do so much damage. Mecromancer.
0: Yeah, maybe the Siren oh, and the Mecromancer. Yeah, yeah. Right about that. Another part of the question from Fonzie uh, talks about MGR, and he says, uh, I read an article on PSU.com, the best PlayStation source in the world, that Metal Gear Rising will only be exclusive for the PS3 in Japan. <laughs> Tell me how you guys feel about this. I was super excited when I saw the trailer at the 2011 Video Game Awards show, and I knew I had to get it. Now I can't. Whoever decided this can go beep themselves. So he's kind of confused here. Um, I believe he. I, I think. I think Fons, you're confused with um, the, the news of it. So they announced that Rising will be exclusive uh, for PS3 in Japan only. That doesn't mean that we won't be able to get it here. Um,
1: yeah, it just means that it's not coming to Xbox 360 in Japan, but everywhere else it's coming out on PS3 and 360. I did the story, so I know what he's talking about there.
0: Yeah, so I yeah. mean, if you have, whether you own an Xbox, whether you own a PlayStation, you'll still be able to get it. So it, no reason to be upset. <laughs> but, but so I'm, I'm glad we we cleared that news up for you. Probably made you feel a lot better. But uh, if you're upset that it's coming out on on Xbox around the world, then that's also funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, his last question. It's also about, uh, about Borderlands 2. Which he has a little bit of a comment. He says again. Again, I want to thank Adam and the rest of you guys for choosing. Blah 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 blah. Um, he's talking about the Borderlands 2 review. He says I'm playing Gunzerker and I thought f- I and love this dude. I know Kyle has it, but Don, Tim, Mike, Joseph, etc. When you guys own a copy, let me know. Uh, he says we can all platinum it together. Um, Joseph, are you gonna go for the achivos, the
2: trophos? Um i i don't really care about platinum uh doing oh, platinum.
0: so you're playing it on ps3 no
2: no no, no. but I, I don't care about that's okay doing, yeah i mean it's knows okay. it, it, it's, it's everyone knows that uh if i buy games i usually buy them on 360 i review on ps3 if i have to okay um i mean I, I love my playstation don't don't get me wrong alfonso don't feel heartbroken
0: <laughs> <That's>, let's <laughs> just go one more one more comment here before we move on to news um uh, PSU member Sarah that's S-E-R-U-S-H sorry, asks, on the case of Battle Royale I think, uh, this is in regards to last episode by the way she says, on the case of Battle Royale I really think and hope that Ryu from Ninja Gaiden will be uh, in it's character roster and uh, she just switches subjects here. I honestly think that the 13 games weren't planned out as a trilogy. She's talking about Final Fantasy 13. And because Versus 13 is taking so long to come out, they're just making up storylines until it does. I think that's also why Lightning Returns is so similar to Versus 13 in terms of the open world gameplay and uh, the non linear based combat. So, sorry, the non turn based combat. Um, so she's saying basically since uh, FF13 3 or lightning returns final fantasy is such a departure is because square pretty much has and we agree with you uh (laughs) square has no idea what they're doing so they're kind of just making up the story as they go along however i believe i speak for all of us when i say that we wish they would all just drop the 13 games and just move on to something better right guys (laughs) yeah man totally yep don't don't ask that to tim but yeah yeah to tim Tim really (laughs) really does love the 13 games um which is you know it's cool for him i guess uh but what do you guys think about i wish i could like bad things I wish. (laughs) (laughs) what do you guys think about uh ryu from ninja gaiden being in the playstation all-stars uh yeah
1: that'd be cool that Um, would fit that would fit yeah i can imagine him having some pretty cool moves there um Um, good match for
0: raiden but that's pretty much raiden right i mean he'd pretty much be raiden
1: yeah. yeah, I guess. Well, I'm sure he's... Well, I, I don't really know much about Ninja Gaiden. I haven't played the new ones and stuff, so I'm not really sure what, what his fighting stuffs is like. But I imagine it would be similar to Ryden. but I'm Reed sure he was,
0: You know, he's he's the one... He, um, Red Bandana and uh, Hadouken, that one. No, that's
1: Street Fighter.
0: <laughs> I know, that's Street Fighter. Yeah,
1: I'm not that green. <laughs> I know the difference between those two.
0: <laughs> All right, let's get to news. Uh, you guys are going to help me out with this news. Uh, silent hill book of memories do out demo do out, do out this week or it came out on tuesday on the uk playstation store right Where's mike that? you're a big fan and you have thursday sorry uh you have a playstation vita and you like silent hill and have you tried it
1: i haven't yet no i've been busy um with games and stuff i haven't had a chance yet not but right to be honest <laughs> i'm not um i don't know it's I was really hoping they'd do a proper Silent Hill game on Vita because this one is just like a it's it's more multiplayer centric, isn't it? And it's you know co-op and everything, and I just can't. And it's top down as well. I don't know. It just it uh, it just doesn't excite me as a Silent Hill
0: fan. I don't play demos ever, ever. I really don't. We talked about this already on the podcast. Yeah, same here. I don't play demos anyway. The one fucking time I would actually play a demo, the demo comes out in Europe before North America. When does that ever happen? When does anything come to you guys before here? Except for, you know, your soccer stuff.
1: <laughs> Can you, uh, very rarely, I think. Yeah, apart from, like, the um, FIFA games and Pro Evo or whatever.
0: So, Silent Hill Book of Memories is being made by Way Forward. Oh. oh, yeah, you're right. Way Forward. Uh, they also made, uh, they just came out with oh. Double Dragon, which, by the way, I can't wait to talk about later because uh, I have been playing a lot of that. And a lot of sites started bashing Double Dragon a lot when it came out. And not every site, but. Um, I have some words of defense for Double Dragon. I don't know if you've tried it, Tim. Uh, sorry, Tim. Joseph. <laughs> Joseph. I was just like, why isn't he saying anything?
2: I mean, yeah, it's I, it's a beat 'em up. Like, it's I don't know what people go into that expecting, I mean, it's exactly what it should be.
1: Yeah, Double and, Dragon, as in the is is that at all related to the classic NES franchise? Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's awesome. like
0: a reboot, revisit, kind of yeah, remake. Um, the music. It's the music of that game is so fantastic. Okay, so the Amazing Spider-Man DLC has been detailed. Mike, you want to take this one? No.
1: All right, great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wrote the story, yeah, but I can't really remember. I think you'll get you get a couple of new playable characters. Don't you, you get
0: the Lizard Rampage Pack, which lets yeah, you really. lets you control the Lizard in a mission that sees gamers attempting to stop Oscorp from unleashing a cross species virus throughout the city. How original! Uh, OzCorp's OzCorp Search and Destroy, meanwhile, is the second pack that offers two new minigames, uh, While the Rhino and Stanley will both be playable characters in the Rhino Challenge Pack and Stanley Adventure Pack, respectively. So, uh, so what is 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 the OzCorp Search and Destroy a, a collection of both packs?
1: No, it's just two. Se- it's just a separate thing with minigames or something. That's what that's what it said. In oh, the so
0: four piece. packs. Yeah. There there are four. Spider-Man DLC packs coming? I think so, yeah. Jesus Christ! Um, Joseph, you reviewed Spider-Man for us, right? Yeah. You gave it a five out of ten. No, oh, and mm-hmm. would you buy any of these? Does no. that sound appealing to you? No, no, not, not at all. Why not? Because the game wasn't. It wasn't good. You don't want to play as the Lizard, <laughs> Rhino, or Stanley. i don't i I don't want to play it it is a shambling corpse a shambling corpse so hold on will will the lizard and the rhino be able to swing around the city or they are you just gonna Uh, have to like take the subway with the rhino
2: (laughs) (laughs) i don't understand i think i think stan lee is gonna swing around like spider-man but
0: yeah yeah he does i guess the lizard can jump from like building to building kind of like the hulk games but what the hell is the rhino gonna do he's gonna run on, on on the sidewalk and just I don't know. Um, So players can snap up all four packs for $10 or purchase purchase them individually for around $3 to $4 each.
2: That uh, that price point should tell you something about these packs.
0: Yeah. So four DLC packs for $10. Uh, I don't know about that. Good news, though, guys. Uh, Dust 514 is due out in October, says SCA boss. Uh, Jack Tratton, president of Sony Computer Entertainment America, has seemingly let slip the release date for CCP Games' Dust 514. Speaking of Fox Business, Tratton revealed that the PlayStation 3 exclusive online shooter will be released stateside in October 2012 um of course this is the first time we've heard of a concrete release window for the game with ccp itself having yet to announce a firm date um so october guys for dust Four it seems uh they haven't made that beta public yet have they
1: um i'm not really the expert on dust here joseph <laughs>
0: yeah out of all i'm i'm not the expert on dust
2: yeah, either the uh, last time i checked i don't i don't think so we're like right. the only
0: three at psu who aren't like raving about it although I thought like, you were, i, thought, I, I was, thought you were like really into it i was at e3 and then uh i I was at e3 and then i was like oh my god i'm so gonna get into this it's just that dust is the game and the beta is out now Dust is the type of game that um starting off you won't be like super addicted but give it like two hours and you'll start getting into it however i kind of wow. just want to hold out for the the for the full game to be released and like play with everybody else i kind of it's not the type of thing that i want to uh start building towards things in the beta because it's pretty much an mmo right i yeah. and i assume they're going to wipe the servers when the beta closes you know when when, when the full game gets released so i kind of don't want to start building anything and put, sink my time into that just to have that all go away you know uh, yeah, fair play, man. Yeah. So I'm kind of I mean, just we
2: ha- we had to know the release date was soon when Sony said they were given thirty dollar uh,
0: mm-hmm. vouchers for Good it. Point. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, definitely. Yeah, this side of Christmas, definitely.
0: So that new PlayStation Three that uh, Joseph's talking about, I don't think we've spoken about it on the podcast before. I think it was unveiled uh, between episodes, but uh, at TGS Sony unveiled that new PS3. It's the Super Slim, I think it's being called, or maybe just the newer Slim PS3. But uh, it's like what twenty percent lighter, twenty percent smaller. Twenty percent more ugly. Um, twenty, yeah, one hundred twenty percent ugly. I agree that it's not it's not the most uh, attractive PS3 yet. If I were you, uh, and you know, if you want to buy a PS3, I'd just go out and buy the Slim uh, right now. I think the Slim is it's it's both attractive and it, you're also getting your money's worth. You know, there's that mechanical disc tray and stuff like that.
1: Or if for me, you could be flying the flap flying the fat flag because i still got my 60 gig launch one.
0: <laughs> yeah, that must sound like a freaking jet engine, doesn't it? Like Yeah,
1: it's, oh, bloody hell, yeah, it's, you leave that thing on. <laughs> like I've, got, I've got a game on pause right now. When I got there, being like an oven in my room, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, so according to Ubisoft, uh, an Assassin's Creed 3 sequel depends on feedback. I don't believe this for a second, but anyway, uh, speaking to Eurogamer Julien Laferriere, associate producer of Assassin's Creed 3 <laughs> said that AC3 should could receive a sequel or two or two I love the way uh, a sequel or two you know uh, three or four uh, if fans want them uh, Julien said that Assassin's Creed 2 received so many sequels because fans adored Ezio Auditore and AC3 Uh, might have something similar in store for it if Connor is as beloved as Ezio. However, this isn't saying that anything is or is not in the works at this point. Julianne had this to say, quote, For Assassin's Creed 3, we got three years, and I think it shows. Assassin's Creed 3 is in production uh, of three years of development, but because of that, we also have a new engine, Anvil Next. It's tough to answer that without compromising anything. I can't really answer the question because there's so many... Uh, implications I don't know what the hell he's saying and I don't know what he said but uh, <laughs> I guess he's saying if people like Assassin's Creed 3 then Assassin's Creed 3 will get uh, sequels as if they don't want people to like Assassin's Creed 3 so they're saying if the game fails then we might start seeing less Assassin's Creed well no shit and he's saying if the game does really <laughs> well then we, we, we might see 3, 4, 50 50, 28 sequels to Assassin's Creed 3 well no shit so that's not really news no news there uh, sorry for wasting your time, yeah. <laughs> Um What do you guys think about that?
1: Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all, like you said, if they do um, churn out a couple of sequels. I mean, it's weird. I'm pretty sure I read something um, earlier today uh, after that story was broke because that's a few days old um, that there wouldn't be any. Um, there wouldn't be a new trilogy or something. I only caught a caught glimpse of this headline. They said, that they, I think they're still planning to annualize the sequel, continue that. But I'm pretty sure they were saying that they, there won't be another trilogy or something. So that kind of perhaps contradicts what's in there. I don't know. Like I said, I haven't read the article, but I wouldn't be surprised at all. And I have to admit, I did like Ezio. So I'm glad that they did bring out those, um, you know, brotherhood and Yeah, so That's just me. Yeah, that's just me. I, I'm a big fan of those games. Everyone knows that by now. They're,
0: they're good. Those are definitely uh, the best yeah. uh, Assassin's Creed games. More yeah. specifically, Brotherhood. I think yeah, if they're smart, they'll great.
2: get. I think if they're smart, they'll get one more big release before the next uh, next consoles, and then hopefully they don't. Hopefully don't, they don't go into the next generation of consoles with Assassin's Creed Three Brotherhood.
1: You yeah, know, they need. I think they need to. They do need to give that, a, give it a rest. I think at some point, um, you know, before, you know, don't have a launch day Assassin's Creed title. You know, I wouldn't mind if they just put it to bed for a couple of years and came back with something completely different or whatever.
0: You know what? Yeah. Uh, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised about is if uh, Assassin's Creed 3 comes out and for some reason, even though it's crazy marketing, uh, if it fails or if it's considered a failure and it sells like no copies i wouldn't be surprised if ubisoft also makes final uh sorry uh assassin's creed 4 um i don't think this really relies on how successful assassin's creed is i think assassin's creed is already such a big thing that even if uh the ps no sorry the vita one uh lady liberty no liberation yeah liberation if lady sorry if liberation what's up with me today i can't speak (laughs) if uh liberation comes out doesn't do so well um, do you think that's the last time they'll make Assassin's Creed portable? No. Nope. Mm,
1: how well did... Um, uh, oh God, what's it called? The PSP? Bloodlines? Yeah. How How, how, how well did that <laughs> do? Any of this?
0: Probably terribly. Oh, probably. Right. <laughs> horribly probably. <laughs> I don't know. Um, um, but, I, don't, uh,
1: I don't know. I mean, there's always a risk when it comes to that sort of thing, especially on Vita, because, you know... No disrespect, but it hasn't quite got the momentum going yet. No, that's so not I the problem.
0: Have, have we not talked about this already? Are you ready to get derailed? Okay. Because that's not the problem. That's not the problem. That's not why it won't sell. It's not it's not the reason that the Vita doesn't have the install base. It would have sold to nearly everybody that already owns a Vita if Ubisoft didn't fuck up. And I, I, I don't know if we talked about this already, but it pisses me off and I can get into it right now. And I don't care, Mike. I don't care, Joseph, all right? I'll do it again. <laughs> All right. Come on. They're releasing it on the Vita the same fucking day that it's coming out on PS3 and 360. So Assassin's Creed uh, Liberation, which is a totally different game from Assassin's Creed 3, is coming out on October 30th, which is the exact same day that it's being released worldwide on PS3 and 360. Who the fuck in their right mind is going to go to the store and say, hmm, let me pick up Assassin's Creed 3 and Assassin's Creed Liberation. Assassin's Creed uh, Liberation because just because I'm retarded and I'd love to play all the Assassin's Creed for over a hundred bucks. No, people are only going to pick up one. And it's going to be Assassin's Creed Three. I guarantee you it'll be the better game, even though Liberation has potential of being really cool. You know where Ubisoft's Li- fucked up? They should have released uh, Liberation a week or two weeks before, just where all that when all that Assassin's Creed hype is kind of like uh, taking place and you know, a week before you can jump into a new Assassin's Creed game, I, I think yeah. so many more people would than... I mean, I think people would be buying Vitas for that game. Except now, no. It's going to go totally under the radar. Nobody's going to pay attention to Assassin's Creed uh, Liberation. Is it called Assassin's Creed 3 Liberation? Or just Assassin's Creed Liberation? I think
1: it's called Assassin's Creed 3 Liberation. I, mean, I didn't know it was day and date with 3, it's actually. That date. makes a point. Yeah, that, that's a good point, Don. I didn't stupid realize that.
0: Stupid of them. So yeah. stupid of them. God
1: no that's a bad move that's gonna get not only that but think about all the other games that are around out around that time as well it's gonna get completely buried
0: isn't it yeah but why would Ubisoft overshadow their own game see you saw Konami try it in March where they said okay March is going to be the month of Silent Hill which you know we were arguing whether that's a good idea or not but that's a way better idea than having two games of the same name come out on the same day especially on mm-hmm. different platforms that you know you're eh, I don't know I don't know man who
1: I think they're relying on the diehard fans to pick it up, but I don't think there's, you know, no one's got enough money these days. They
0: they? they have all that Assassin's Creed three marketing out there, Mm -hmm. right? So they're spending all that shitload of money on it. Why don't they just ride that wave? And you know, like, so the Assassin's Creed three marketing will start like maybe two weeks before the game comes out and just ride that wave and just have people see, Oh, it's a new Assassin's Creed games coming out. And just mention, Oh, there's, there's one already out. We could go pick it up. It's at the store. It's going to get me ready for Assassin's Creed three. It's a, cool new game and but no same day it's gonna be overshadowed and it's gonna be a failure and then everybody's gonna be like oh one of Vito's biggest games is a failure wow vita's set to die and it's just gonna <laughs> fucking not go anywhere not sell anything it's gonna scare off more third party publishers from bringing their big franchises to the vita and the Vita's is just gonna die and i'm gonna be sad and i'm gonna kill myself next news story the walking dead season one <laughs> release date has been announced um <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> any last, any closing comments on that? I kind of got you out there. But Joseph, what do you think about that? You a Assassin's Creed fan? Eh.
2: I mean, one. Do we all agree that one wasn't good?
0: Uh, Mike likes it. We've already talked about this. I hate it. I hate it with fashion I think it was okay. just, so. I, I thought, I thought one was was a terrible game. <laughs> oh god, this it is was not god too awful. much. <laughs> it's, it's, it was god awful. Mike likes it though. I don't know what he likes about it. It was empty shell of a game. It was a tech demo, Mike. But uh, yeah. Uh, I thought I thought two was good. Uh, two was great. Yeah, was great. Michael agree on that one, but uh, we've yeah. already been through. He had. A, I had to, He had had to kind of reserve himself there. He was kind of like just staying quiet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Mike. We've already it's went on. I apologize. A t- it's cool. It's cool. We've already went on I'm a tangent. Not attention. saying it's a
1: work of art. I just <laughs> saying I <like>, hey, yeah.
0: <laughs> So, um, like, I mean, Joseph, did you have? Did you have any interest? Because you don't own a Vita yet, correct? No. Um. Would you do you think that Assassin's Creed Three, like in your position, you are clearly a fan of Assassin the Assassin's Creed games? I mean, as much as everybody else, right? So, do you yeah. think that the Vita version of Assassin's, well, that new one with, with the girl in uh, New Orleans, because I think that's a cool idea. Do you think that would kind of pull you towards buying a Vita?
2: No, I, I think what's gonna pull me towards buying a Vita is something like uh, something like Tearaway. Okay, like an experience I can't get on uh, on a console because I I just feel like I could I could play Assassin's Creed Three. Um, you know on my ps3 and then be be fully satisfied with that experience and not really
0: need a vita version you see the thing uh, <laughs> let's just go back to it for a sec because i'm <laughs> dying for video games on my vita like i love my vita to death i love bringing it around with me i, I love playing games on it it's super slick it works totally fine i love it i honestly love playing games it's just i just don't really have many games to play right now and i'm kind of playing uh, old psp games that are great but i want something new um Since, okay, I get it. Maybe Assassin's Creed 3 Liberations couldn't uh, be ready in time, so that's why it's coming out date and date with Assassin's Creed 3. But do you think that by delaying it like an extra month, let's say they delayed Assassin's Creed uh, 3 Liberations, do you think that it would just get forgotten about? Like, do you think. That, or maybe would it benefit them because I mean I, I'm not a, I'm not a businessman I'm not a, a marketing strategist but Ubisoft clearly has uh, folks working there that know how to make cash. Is 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 releasing the game on the same day really the best option they have? I'm just uh, it, I mean you don't wanna you don't wanna delay it
2: because you don't want people to like forget about it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, day in day is just a bad idea.
0: It is. It is. So that wouldn't bring you to buy a Vita, but what would? Uh, something Tare- like Tearaway. So something really like that—that that unique and something. Okay, so not even. What about what about this, Joseph? Uh, are you a fan of uh, PlayStation All Stars? Yeah. Yeah. So what about this? You walk to the store, you buy it, you come home, you open your box of PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale, and you see, hey, you got the Vita version for free. Would that kind of push you to buy a Vita?
2: Um, I mean, like maybe once I have like two or three. So like like the Sly Cooper game and yeah, then yeah. And something else, yeah, most definitely. And that's what Sony's doing. I think that's a good idea. Um, I mean, like, because it seems like such a good investment. Like, I already have all these free, like, quality games to to play on it. Why, why not go ahead and buy buy a Vita?
0: That, not to mention our crossplay. So it's not like you'll buy you'll buy a Vita and then buy these games and have to start from scratch. No, you could just continue your same save save file. So I think that's a good idea. Yeah, um, so. I know Joseph loves this game just as much as I do, because we keep talking about it, and like we're total hipsters on Twitter, so whenever someone mentions the Walking Dead games, Joseph and I are kind of like, yeah, I told you, so. <laughs> told you so a long time ago, fuckers. Um, <laughs> the Walking Dead Season 1, which is the compilation of all five games, uh, its release date has been announced. On December 4th, uh, PlayStation 3 owners and Xbox 360 owners can pick up a disc containing all five downloadable titles. Um... So I guess that's cool. I mean, I don't know no, no word on pricing yet, but uh, I'm sure it won't be sixty dollars. It'll probably be maybe a thirty dollar, thirty dollar budget title budget Yeah, release. most but likely. If you haven't played The Walking Dead yet, and you're waiting for it to, for some reason, if you're waiting for it to all be finished and bundled, then this is what you're waiting for.
1: It's not I reckon that would probably appeal to me, to be honest, because I know that I'm not gonna have enough chance to play them yet, and I reckon just. Picking them all up on one disc would be pretty good, actually, because you guys have said that well, I should really try them out. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, who, yeah who so,
3: yeah, that, on, uh,
2: personally. Who did we what get on it, the Walking Dead train, Don?
0: Was it, was it uh, Tim? Who, who did we get what?
2: Who did we get on, on the Walking Dead train? Was it Tim or Kyle?
0: Uh, both. Oh, okay. Oh, both cool. of them, yeah. Um, yeah, we, I had told them both to... we both had told them both to play a walking dead and i also said that counter-strike was really fun so then both of them started playing it but on the platform that i wasn't playing it on so they bought counter-strike on ps3 um so yeah i i I long to one day maybe play counter-strike with some psu folks but until (laughs) then i'm only on pc by the
1: way speaking sorry speaking of counter-strike that still hasn't come out in europe yet
0: holy crap
1: yeah, people have been waiting for it every week on the PSN update and it's still not out. I think it was meant to come out a month ago, over a month now.
0: Well, that's really weird because it's been out on PC in Europe for a long time and that was a kind of like close release PS3 and PC. So that's that's just weird. I, I'd be curious as to see what went on behind the scenes there. Yeah, you know what no I think one.
2: we forgot on new releases? What's up, y'all? Did we forget uh, Grand Theft Auto 3 for PS2 Classics? No, no I we mentioned uh, that. lightly mentioned that. Oh
0: uh it's coming out nine dollars i wish i had trophies i wish it was an hd but hey uh if for some reason you've never played gta 3 then you probably don't want to until they come out with an hd collection but whatever it's 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 good it's 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 it's, uh it was the first of its kind um
1: yeah that really really put the series on the market that did
0: mike stop the press what echo the dolphin (laughs) might be making a comeback. Whoa. Holy shit. Uh, The creator of Echo the Dolphin has revealed that he's in talks with Sega in regards to producing a new entry in the classic franchise. Is it really a classic franchise, Mike? Uh, Yeah, it is.
1: It was over here, at least, anyway.
0: Ed... Oh, sorry, Ed. Ed Anunziata confirmed on Twitter that composer Spencer Nielsen has also been brought, brought in to take part of the project, should it get off the ground. Um quote echo fans i need you to follow and tweet thank at scott foe he has convinced sega to meet me and now chances of a new echo the dolphin are a hundred times higher he said um okay well anyways for those that don't know echo the dolphin uh found fame on the mega drive aka the sega genesis back in early 1990s with the original game and its sequel the tides of time a dreamcast reboot followed in 2000 which was later ported to the playstation 2 as beautifully written by Mike so uh, wow, well, thank you oh wow thank you um, yeah uh, Echo uh, the Dolphin that's exactly what this industry needs um, I hope I hope if Tokyo Jungle does well I hope Echo the Dolphin I hope they just call it uh, Echo <laughs> I hope it's just called Echo <laughs> And I hope it's like a really edgy reboot. It's just called Echo. And I hope it's pretty much Tokyo Jungle Underwater. Because that would be so great. It's like Echo has, has like some 5 o'clock
2: shadow and he has a drinking problem. <laughs> he has a drinking <laughs> problem. The pill's are <laughs> <crazy>. drinking <laughs> problem. Oh, that would be amazing. Um, He's got a, like a trench coat and kind of, like a bowler hat. <laughs> <laughs> Goes around solving crimes. Like it's film noir but underwater.
0: That, that was That's really awesome. Sharky and George. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sharky and George. I remember that holy crap that was such an awesome cartoon dude I haven't thought about that in years oh see I'm full of surprises are I why is that on your mind who says well, that it, sounds no, it, like
1: was jo- no, it was Joseph talking about solving crimes underwater and I thought well Sharky and George holy
0: <laughs> <shit>. uh, <laughs> I love you Mike and I love everybody else from the UK but you know what people from the UK have done What? what they have made done? Borderlands 2 the biggest launch of 2012 so far yes we have eclipsing that of Mass Effect 3's uh, released in Blighty last Friday the Gearbox developed sequel top Mass Effect 3's record over 4,000 copies furthermore it's also bested its predecessor's effort by 4 to 1 holy crap which reached mm-hmm. number 7 back in 2009 Um, so they don't say, they don't, they don't give specific numbers, but in terms of platforms, the Xbox 360 took the lion's share of Borderlands 2 sales, accounting for a massive 71% of all sales, and the PlayStation 3 managed 21%, 22%, sorry, on the PC version, uh, 7%. Uh, and, well, but the PC version doesn't include digital sales, this is all just retail sales. So, that's kind of surprising, actually, uh, that the PS3 version was as little as 22%, especially in Europe, where I thought the PlayStation 3 was very strong. Um what, what's
1: up um, with that, Mike? Yeah, it's Sony has typically been very strong over here. I mean it's weird. They don't really talk the weird thing is you, you get all the um stuff with the MPD over there and everything for all the hardware sales, but we don't really know how well the consoles sell over here. There isn't anything like that. You get the charts obviously for the software, but you know, I'm I'm always looking for numbers and stuff for hardware, but they never show anything at all. Um but yeah, so over here in the UK at least, I can only talk about the UK, Sony is has traditionally done very very well they've always ruled the roost but I think the um, 360 has gained a lot of foot I'll tell you one thing the marketing for um, Xbox is certainly much more prevalent over here than um, PS3
3: really I
1: mean yeah I mean that's that's just from my observations. I wish I could give you more info on that, but I honestly don't know the numbers for how well they're doing.
0: But 70 percent and twenty-two percent. That I mean, I, 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 if it was like yeah, that's 60, massive, yeah. Yeah, if it yeah. was like sixty forty, well, yeah, that would totally negate of, the PC version. But still, yeah, that's
1: <laughs> that's that's really weird. But especially after you know, um, I can't remember what the split was for Borderlands one, but you know, in that time, PS3's gained a lot of ground. Obviously, you know, three years and everything, and you yeah, you would have expected it to be a lot higher than
0: that. Definitely. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, are people still easily.
2: buying PS3s just for Blu-ray players? Like, is that what's going on here?
0: Uh, I doubt it, because there, there are so many cheaper Blu-ray players on the market. Like, I mean, are yeah. you can get a Blu-ray player for, like, what, That's 100 true. bucks um that was pretty cheap
2: so so my other theory as to why the split is so odd is because we talked about uh mike lifting trains all the time i think he accidentally <laughs> lifted a uh, shipment of ps3 borderline too
0: <laughs> and uh there was just a massive shortage <laughs> it's just got it oh
1: i wonder why that was
0: so heavy <laughs> um guys guess what's coming in spring 2013 uh, yeah, that's why cool. right. you can't guess, because there's a bunch of shit coming out. In Z- yeah, Z- exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but more specifically, Hyperdimension Net- Neptunia Victory. Uh, I never get tired of of uh, <laughs> announcing these names. But uh, <laughs> without getting too into it, this is uh, developed by NIS America. The studio behind such titles as Phantom Brave and Disgaea Hour of Darkness. Uh, so this is the third episode in the Hyperdimension series. It's coming to North America and Europe next spring. Um... And Neptune remains the main character as and interacts with familiar faces as well as retro systems, and she's transported to the game industry of the 80s. Uh, game industry without Y, but it's an I, and I guess that's a name. So Dimension Neptunia is that game where um, every character is a, like, kind of a metaphor for the PlayStation 3, Xbox 360, and the Nintendo platform, whatever. I guess this one will have the Wii U, maybe, but... Um, yeah, I mean, it's always been a cool idea, but I just heard those games were kind of weak. Uh, I haven't really heard much about them. But if you guys have, you can email podcasts at PSU and tell us what you think about them. Um, I really
1: like the sound of that concept. It's a shame they're not very really good, apparently.
2: <laughs> all right, then. So so all, all PlayStation love aside, is anyone here actually
0: excited for the Wii U? What? Um, not yet. I think I've gone on record, but uh, hells no. Uh, yeah, I'd love to be. But um like my brother I,
1: played it at the Eurogamer Expo today, and he said it was pretty cool. But it's not. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure the games are good, like the Mario and stuff. But it's just like you know, you can play something so similar on the 3DS or, or the Wii. You know, it's not. I'm sorry. Until Zelda HD comes out, then maybe I'll give it a look. Yeah, in.
0: whatever. I mean, like I, I, I love I, I love Nintendo. Wise, I just um, yeah too. I felt burned by the Wii, but the Wii U, I cannot wait to get excited by it uh, because it finally, they finally upgraded to HD, which is nice. So, um, about five years too late. Yeah, well, you know, (laughs) it's Nintendo. They haven't shown a solid online uh, network, like a, a solid, like, network of yeah, friends. They haven't shown what any online No, they there? haven't. Yeah,
1: exactly. I was going to say, what on earth is the online... Um, no, they, they said they were going like?
0: to show it at the New York event. Um, they didn't. They instead showed, uh, you know, Black Ops 2 is coming to it. They announced uh-huh. Bayonetta 2 as a as an exclusive. Oh, um,
1: uh, yeah, I didn't see that coming.
0: Jeez. Yeah, just... just no, one, no one saw that coming. No. Yeah, not even Sega. Just, I bet uh, it's nothing. <laughs> friend photos again.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> just nothing like... Nothing interesting for me right now. However, this can change. It's a subject to change, but um,
2: yeah, uh, me always like I, I feel like why would I spend three hundred dollars or three fifty on a on a console right now when I'm gonna get something even better in a year?
0: Yeah, like, of course, exactly. Especially with the uh, this being the cusp of what, when the PlayStation, next PlayStation, next Xbox oh, yes. are going to be unveiled. That's yeah. going to be such an exciting time because Sony and Microsoft will be duking it out to say like I've got the more pimp console. Um, I
2: mean, it's going to be shit we've never seen before. Like, exactly. We've, we've pretty we've seen these types of games before, and I can't wait game.
0: for it. Even if even if Sony or Microsoft comes out with a controller that's exactly like the Wii U gamepad, I guarantee. And it, if, even if it completely riffs off. Uh, the Wii U's, like, whole idea there, I, I guarantee you that it'll be way better tech. Like, that LCD screen on the Wii U, from what I saw at E3, and that is the, that was the, you know, uh, final version of it, um, that LCD screen is kind of not so good. It's kinda, yeah, it's like a, It's like an SD resolution. Yeah, it's not, like, that hot, and especially since I'm used to, like, whether you're used to, like, a beautiful iPad 3 or, like, a, your iPhone 5 or 4S or even the, the PlayStation Vita's OLED screen... Um, it's just such a difference. It's just you notice it. I notice it immediately. As soon as I pick it up and I just look at it, and I'm just like, oh, not enough pixels. Um, <laughs> as for the gamepad itself, I'm not a fan of the controller. Uh, I, just, I, I don't picture myself playing Street Fighter or anything on that. Those are specifically for... The Wii U is going to be for the uh, 5 to 10 Nintendo uh, first-party games, which are going to be really great. And in a few years, you're going to be like, oh, but there were these 10 games. I just don't think that uh, it's going to be where... I'm gonna play my Black Ops 2, or where I'm gonna play my Fallout 4. You know, I just—it's
1: not gonna be the first choice
0: for those games, is it? It's just definitely not. not definitely yeah. not. Especially when the—you know—we're seeing games like Batman and Darksiders coming out on it. And it's like, oh great, those will all be games that I've already played. But I played uh, it like seven months ago. Yeah, exactly. But so like, you know, you're gonna to have to wait for real games. Although it's already been totally sold out uh, for launch. But yeah. are yeah, probably yeah. only gonna be like three hundred thousand units that's what nintendo does every time and then they're going to do the same thing they did last time where they don't ship enough units but then everybody thinks that it's just hardcore demand in the market so
2: there's kind yeah, of i wish yeah. i would have went and pre-ordered like two or three and just sold them on
0: ebay mm, you want to be one of those people don't you
2: hey if i can make like two or three times uh profit
0: yeah. and you yeah, would yeah and you would because that's exactly what's going to happen um,
1: yeah you know it how by the way how much is the um actual console going for i can't remember
2: uh, you mean the the decent bundle? I mean, the the only yeah, one that there's, there's exists two bundles, is isn't it? 300. Three, 350
0: three yeah, 350
2: yeah, three fifty okay. for the thirty-two gig, and then three hundred for the the other one.
0: But really, if you have any sense in your brain, you should only go for the three fifty one because it comes with Nintendo Land, uh, more space. Which, by the way, is another bone I have to pick with Nintendo. So. uh sony is releasing a 500 gigabyte version of their old console it's a it's a it's a re so they redesigned the ps3 and one of the versions is going to be 500 gigs of their old console while nintendo releases a brand new console with the entry entry model being 8 gigs and the super pro hardcore version is 32 gigs 32 gigs 32 gig i can use up 32 gigs in a matter of 14 seconds on my playstation 3 <laughs> um that might have been an exaggeration but still um i mean 32 gigs is not much am i might even my
1: launch even my launch ps3 has got more um
0: memory right than that. right <laughs> yeah jesus
2: i mean at least they're opening up where you can just plug in a like i think it's a usb uh hard drive and yeah, an external format laptop.
0: it for it which is nice, but I mean, still. Yeah, it, it's not ideal. Come on. How much money are... Th- listen, they're selling that for 350 that tech. How much money are they making? They're probably making a really nice cut of uh, profit from that. Mm. <sighs> All right. We got super derailed on Nintendo <laughs> off of a random question <laughs> Joseph asked. But that's okay, because that's what this podcast is about. Um, that's right. A Mike, next. I forgot to give it to you before, bro, but uh, here's yeah. the top 10 in the UK. So this is what your people are buying. Borderlands 2, like I said, is number one. Second is F1 2012. Third, PES, Pro Evil Evolution Soccer. Pro Evil, I don't think that's right. Uh, PES 2013. Uh, number four, is Sleeping Dogs, number five, Lego Batman two, DC Superheroes, number six, Little Big Planet Vita, number seven, new Super Mario Bros. two, number eight, Tekken Tag Tournament Two, number nine, Guild Wars two, number ten, Max Payne three.
1: Max Payne's hanging on still.
0: That's kinda
2: cool. It's nice to see Guild Wars up there. True. Uh, yeah,
1: Guild Wars actually um it's noted for actually it, it started off really well, but it actually dropped down the charts quite quickly, mm. which is interesting. Because it did it did um It it, it topped the charts, and then it it did drop quite quickly, which is a bit odd. The same for Tekken Tag 2. I mean, that actually, that was um, kept off the top spot.
2: Um, I mean, Guild Wars is kind of understandable, because uh, you would think that most people would be, like, downloading it digitally? Like, are they doing that?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true, yeah. But this is just retail sales, so that's quite impressive. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm sorry to see Tekken um, um, Tag drop so quickly, though, because I thought, you know, generally Tekken does really well. Plus, it's multi-platform now, so... And it's to be fair. I mean, I did review the game, and it is actually really good. You know, it's definitely it's it's definitely better than Tekken Six. And uh, oh, whatever, Silavi, there we go.
0: <clears throat> TGS Square Enix was all like, <laughs> this made Joseph happy, right? Joseph Square Square Enix unveiled a new HD collection at uh, TGS. Joseph, was it the one you wanted? Uh,
2: yeah, maybe. I don't know.
0: <laughs> what is it? What is it, Don? Tell me. It's definitely not Final Fantasy X. Uh, which is, which no. is somewhere, no. No. <laughs> which is somewhere in the uh, universe. But uh, they've un- they unveiled Kingdom Hearts HD Collection coming in 2013 with trophy support. Uh, obviously, it's going to have Kingdom Hearts One in HD, Kingdom Hearts Three Chain of Memories. Well, where's two? Where's two? Don? Yeah, there is no two, Joseph. What's up with that? What the hell? No two, but there so will acceptable. be. But they're making up for it by including uh three hundred and fifty eight over two days, which is the DS one. Psych, they're not including that one, they're only including the cutscenes <laughs> of that game. So you'll what? have cutscenes. Yeah, you'll have the cutscenes of the DS version in the um in the theater mode of the game. So, so it's
1: two and a half games then. It's
0: exactly why 5, it's obviously. called Kingdom Hearts HD one point five remix. Like, yeah. Isn't that ridiculous?
1: Oh, that's just retarded. Jesus, just it's give us ridiculous. 1 2 and birth, by, and birth by Sleep or
0: something. That'd yep. be good. Yeah, yeah, they they're, they're going to save it for another one. They're going to release uh Kingdom Hearts HD 2.5 collection and so at some point that's going to have Can you
1: hear that sound there? I can just hear a cow being milked. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to
0: it's most probably going to have Kingdom Hearts 2, uh Birth by Sleep and maybe the cutscenes or the or the unveiling cutscene of uh kingdom hearts 3 or whatever i guess this is a precursor to kingdom hearts 3 which is a good thing however uh, i'm telling you right now square enix i will not fucking buy two of your collections that a collection is supposed to be you know all the main games in one or at least most of them uh but separating kingdom hearts one and two and making them two separate collections no i'm sorry i won't do that i'm not interested in the cutscenes of 358 days over two i, don't, I really don't give a shit uh, about the ds1 it was kind of you know uh spinoff in itself um birth by sleep is a little bit different since well not only was it a playstation exclusive uh it was you know kind of cooler with uh it had an actual part in the story apparently it was a prequel and a sequel at the same time from what i remember um but anyway i wish this had kingdom hearts 2 in it it doesn't if you're a kingdom hearts fan i guess this excites you i know it excites kyle
2: yeah this is just it's just not the way to do an hd collection and until they can get final fantasy 10 hd out the door i, I don't trust them
0: this will uh, come out before Final Fantasy X HD. I, I, I hope I that's clear to people.
2: I really don't think ten is coming out. Like it's been well over a year, and like we didn't even see any gameplay of ten. We just saw a logo.
0: Mm. Uh, I know you've been kind of skeptical, as as if it's. I mean, you, you've been thinking that it's been in development uh, hell, haven't you?
2: Yeah, I mean, the, the entire entirety of the internet called bullshit on me, but whatever.
0: Um, you know, I don't think that you're. I mean.
2: <clears throat> it's definitely. I think may- maybe the w- maybe the way I handled that news story was a little bit off. Uh, but I, I don't. I don't think my my intuition on it is wrong. We don't need like, to get into that. But, no, uh, not at all. I, I
0: still don't think, um, don't think it's gonna come out. Um, you don't think it's gonna come out at all? No. no. Oh, geez. Uh, I think. Um, I just. I just wonder what. I think Square Enix is holding it back for some for whatever reason. Uh, maybe they're. Um. I don't know. Have a fucking, I guess. So, anyways, a new a new title has been announced <laughs> for a PS Vita. Um well, it's not a new title. I guess it's a port of an old title, but Rainbow Moon, that PlayStation Network game that we reviewed, I believe. Yeah. Was that the did, did Justin uh Titus review that one? No, he
1: didn't review Titus.
0: it. Titus. Titus, right? Titus oh. or Titus?
1: Um Titus, but no, Titus. he didn't review God it.
0: Yeah. Um no, he didn't review it. Um okay. So, I don't know what to say about Rainbow Moon. I haven't played it, but honestly, if you have any... Uh, Final Fantasy Tactics, but not Final Fantasy. There you go. Okay, that sounds pretty good. Uh, Yeah, so as Mike said, Rainbow Moon features classic RPG staples such as turn-based strategy, combat, and in-depth character creation. Uh, With six playable heroes and over 20 dungeons to conquer, the game easily clocks in at over 40 hours in length. That's coming to the Vita at some point in the future in 2013. Um, being made by East Asia Soft and SideQuest Studios. Um, and they said, quote, uh, All the feedback that we have received for Rainbow Moon during the last few months has been tremendous, and I hope that today's announcement will make a lot of PS Vita owners and Rainbow Moon fans happy. Spread it by love. it was a good thing. I guess. More more titles coming through the Vita is nice. Uh, you know what's not nice, though? Naughty Bear Panic in Paradise release, release date has been unveiled. So this game is coming out on playstation network and xbox live on october 10th uh made by 505 games it's going to be available for 11.99 and 14.99 on the psn wait what what sorry that's uh, euros that's
1: pounds and euros that
0: is oh, okay so pounds and yeah. euros all right i understand yeah. i understand uh <laughs> sorry my bad <laughs> it's coming out uh psn and Valley on october 10th are any of you interested
1: i never played Naughty Bear, so I'm not really. I've got, like I said, I've got way too much to get through anyway at the moment, but to consider trying something like that.
0: 11 new locations and a fresh combat system featuring special attacks and ultra kills. <laughs> nope, still not uh, stopped. Yeah, well, I mean, if, it, if it's better than the first game, that's good, but um, that's not saying much. <laughs>
1: All right, it's like that, is it?
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, this is pretty interesting. Kojima Productions, Kojima Productions Los Angeles to handle the next Metal Gear Online features. So, hey, guys! Remember a few uh, a few months back when I wrote that uh, feature about nobody giving a shit about Metal Gear online going down
1: yeah
0: <laughs> yeah and, and in the article I pointed out why it was so good, but the problem was that uh I guess Kojima Productions had no idea what Konami had no idea what the hell they were doing with the online infrastructure with uh, that game. Hey, well, guess what? I wasn't wrong because even they decided to send the online portion of the game to L.A. to be made by uh, Westerners, which actually have an idea. And you know, I'm not going to say that every Japanese game has terrible online. That's not true at all. But uh, you know, this was the case a few years ago. I guess they still think it's worthy to worth it to send the game to L.A. Um, so that they can make the online portion. I guess I wasn't wrong. And I guess I didn't deserve to be flamed like that, but whatever. <laughs> um, so yeah, so they the online component in the next metal gear solid title will be overseen by a Los Angeles branch by Kojima production series creator Ed Hideo Kojima dropped the news during his developer session at uh, Eurogamer expo yesterday, I believe. Um, it wasn't specified, however, if this pertains to the forthcoming Metal Gear Solid Ground Zeroes or a future title. So this might be for Metal Gear Solid 5 or Ground Zeroes, but the next Metal Gear game will have its online component made in LA. I don't know if I've hammered that point home yet. Um, so what do you guys think about that? So where's it being made again?
1: <laughs> LA, yeah, Japan. Do? <laughs> um, I don't know really. I mean. I never played Metal Gear online, so I can't really comment on how I feel about Metal Gear going online, but whatever, man, I mean... It's Kojima Productions. I'm sure they know what they're doing. I mean, was, was Metal Gear Online good?
0: I mean, was it a decent game? Yeah, it was. It was yeah, it was. tons so, of fun, but uh, connecting yeah. was super hard.
2: And mm-hmm. yeah, didn't they have something weird where like you had to sign up for a Konami ID and then yep.
0: like, yeah, and then download yeah.
2: it from their servers? Yep, yeah,
0: shit. you needed a game ID, a Konami ID, and your PlayStation Network ID. But It was just super weird. And then the, for the first few weeks, the game was laggy as all hell. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. For some reason, well, I, I remember I
2: reading it uh, for some reason I remember reading that when you were like downloading the game uh, the online part, it was all from like a weird like torrent thing where
0: Yeah, it was a P2P thing, so you're downloading from other people.
2: Yeah, that's uh oh, that's such a weird thing to It handle. was so
0: weird. They they weren't actually making you download download it from their servers. I, I, I don't know how this happened, but uh, they were actually doing like like Joseph said, it was it acted like a torrent in that you're downloading bits and pieces from other people that have the game. Uh, weird. Yeah, super weird. Um Media Molecule, guys, teased, has teased the new mystery R&D project. This is actually kind of exciting for me because...
1: Oh, yes, I remember this, yeah.
0: Yeah, so Media Molecule's secret R&D project has been described by the Little Planet developer as both scary and, quote, exhilarating. Um, studio co-founder Alex Evans dropped the tease during a chinwag, nice mic, with Edge magazine <laughs> uh, via CVG where he confirmed... That the company is now divided into three groups. Three groups. Tearaway, the studio management team, and a second unannounced R&D project. Uh, the mystery title, Evan says, is poised to be, quote, completely reimag- to completely reimagine how people can create. Uh, he says, quote, an interesting thing about Media Molecule is that we actually enjoy tearing everything up and doing something we couldn't have imagined uh, doing before. Um so it doesn't sound like Meta Molecule is going to be dropping the whole create aspect of their games just yet. But um yeah. what what do you think about that? Cuz personally I think they maybe should be moving away from that. Uh just because I think one of little Big stigma's is that people are scared of the create thing. I'm not. I love I love the create thing, but every single every, like I'd say Two or three out of five times that I ask someone about LBP, they just say, like, oh, I kind of stayed away from it because, you know, I don't, I don't want to really create stuff. I'm not very creative and stuff. People kind of don't seem to grasp it just because there is a create mode in the game that there isn't, that there still is a, a play mode that you don't have to actually create anything. I guess people think that if they buy a Little Big Planet and don't create, they're kind of not getting their values worth. But that's not true at all because there's actually yeah. a really extensive, um, single player portion to the game and not not to mention you could play you could play millions literally millions of user created levels that some of some are really really good uh really impressive you know so i think they maybe should be moving away from the create stuff as to not confuse people more but hey what the hell who am i to say that you just described me there don yeah i did right so there you go you did
1: yeah so yeah i mean but at the same time, you know, I think I should just look past that and realize that little bit of planning. you know, it's still a platform, it's, it's a great platform game, aside from the um, do-it-yourself portion, so oh, yeah. I should totally get into it. Yeah, I, I do agree, I, I'd like to see them do something different, and I think this tear away they're doing, that's not that's nothing to do with um, user-created content, is it? No. Nope. So that, you know, if they're going to go, I wouldn't mind seeing something like that, just a unique kind of platform without the um the diy stuff you know going down that or, or something completely different that would be quite good just to you know just to kind of so they have they have the um you know they've got little big planets you know the do-it-yourself kind of stuff and they got this uh, this other avenue that they can go down with several different you know a couple more than one on which would which would be nice you know yeah man yeah split kind of split it up a bit yeah i i, I would like that because there is a talented studio no question about that those guys can make games.
0: Definitely, definitely. Yeah. This this next piece makes me happy. Joe Danger Two has been confirmed for PS3. Finally, uh, mm. this game came out a few weeks ago on Xbox, and uh, you know it was really puzzling me as to where it was on PSN because it kind of it kind of uh, was born on PSN. The, the J- Joe Danger franchise was born on the PlayStation Network, and that the first one came out as a PSN exclusive. Uh, it didn't even come out. On, I don't I don't believe maybe they they came out with a new version of Joe Danger uh recently but i don't think it ever showed up on uh xbox live so but joe danger 2 did and for until like nobody knew if it was coming out on ps3 they kind of hello games which is the uh, studio that makes it kind of stayed tight-lipped on whether or not it was ever going to show up on a playstation platform uh it was kind of weird because it was a playstation exclusive then the sequel was an xbox exclusive and then they kind of didn't say anything until now they said that uh it'll be coming to playstation uh three when i can't say for sure because it doesn't really say here but um funnily enough there was actually an interview where hello games is uh like oh he's the oh, i can't i don't know his position but he said that <laughs> murray oh sorry here it is managing director sean murray uh said that Uh, Quote, here's the headline, and it was a good one too Joe Danger Dev, don't ever piss off PlayStation fans (laughs) And what he meant by that is uh, So he says, quote the I mean that sorry I'm kind of all jumbled up in this news story here. Uh, the silence has been broken and Hello Games announced earlier today that Joe Danger 2 will launch on PlayStation Network very soon. Managing Director Sean Murray elaborated on the PlayStation 3 delay in silence in an interview with Eurogamer and professed to never stay so quiet with PlayStation fans again. He said, "Quote I mean they made Joe Danger and Hello Games a success. We owe them everything." Murray said in regards to PlayStation fans. He said again, "Quote so many times over that the over the last few months I wanted to scream. You'll just have to wait a few." weeks and you'll get the final version but instead we couldn't say anything um so yeah i guess you know they are he said he said again he ended the interview with saying uh let's just say if there's a piece of advice i would like to give every developer in the world it's don't ever piss off playstation fans uh he said they are a force to be reckoned with uh i guess that's just because he probably received a lot of hate mail saying where the hell is joe danger 2 but i don't know uh i've kind of been raving over this game have you guys ever played joe danger
1: I haven't, sorry. Okay. After all of that, I'm sorry,
0: man. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. After all that, I know. But it's it's a lot of fun. It's kind of like um, Trials on Xbox. Kind of like that. It's kind of like Trials. Trials is really good. Cool.
1: Yeah, I've seen that game. That, that was pretty sweet.
0: Yeah, yeah uh, it's kind of like that. Kind of. So you can get an idea. It's really fun, though. Speaking of cool. games that were once exclusive to uh, a platform coming out on another platform, Mass Effect 1 is finally coming to PS3 in a weird way, nonetheless. But um, Oh, yeah. Yeah, can someone bio-
1: explain to me how that's working? Because I swear that game is meant to be exclusive because Microsoft published it. How do I get around that?
0: Somehow, but uh, it's not coming out on its own. It's only going to be coming uh, in the trilogy. So you'll be able, you'll if you haven't. it no, it's chat, coming out on its own
1: as well. It's going to really be what? released on PSN separately. What? It is. I swear. I swear. I read that. Does it not say in the article?
0: I can't see that. Oh my god. I'm sure. Oh yeah, you're right. It's standalone yeah. release on PlayStation Network and part of. Oh my Definitely. God, how did that happen?
1: I have no idea. I was hoping you might be able to elaborate on that because I remember BioWare, BioWare saying or EA or whoever saying the only way you can experience the full Mass Effect experience is on Xbox 360 or PC because the first one is exclusive to those platforms.
0: God damn, that's weird.
1: Yeah, that is. I don't know how they got out of that. There must be some sort of loophole because Microsoft did publish that game, and I thought yeah. they owned over- the right. But like, like Alan Wake, they over—you know—they published the game, and therefore it won't be on another platform.
0: 2000, 2012—the hmm. year of where publishing a game doesn't mean shit. So guess what, guys? Bayonetta 2 coming to PS3 and 360. oh <laughs> uh, man, that's weird. Yeah, so it's yeah, great
1: for PS3 owners though. Don't get me wrong.
0: You can finally play all the Mass Effect games, yada, 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 I guess. I don't know why you'd want to play Mass Effect 1, though, but... Um, it, it, it's not... It, it's it's good, but it's the worst. The- exactly, exactly, right? And so especially that you've already probably... If you're a PlayStation fan or owner, you probably already played 2 and 3, or at least 2. But now, I guess, with the trilogy, you have uh, the opportunity to go back. And Jesus Christ, can we just, like... Can we just focus on something for a second? So this trilogy is probably going to come out for, what, $30, $40? Like, like those other HD collections? Oh, no, actually, it'll probably be $60, right? Since it's a current-gen franchise. But yeah, Jesus free, free, Christ, talk about getting your money's worth. Mm. Mass Effect yeah, 1, 2, true. and 3? Jeez. Yeah, you should, Jesus, that that's a lot of content. You, yeah, that could keep you busy for, like, a year. <laughs> um... Uh, Tokyo Jungle, the game we mentioned before, where you fight as animals, is getting a remote play patch, which is pretty cool. Uh, you're gonna be able to play it on your PS Vita via remote play um, sometime soon. It's going to be for NA and EU versions, and for, as for timing, we'll just have to wait. But uh, that's gonna happen. So, okay. yeah, and we did cool, cool, cool. We did review the game. We gave it a seven five. Paul Kelly reviewed it um like we said last time he said tokyo jungle is a refreshing game with a unique setting and it doesn't stay exciting forever forever but there's a lot of fun to be had um i love the cover of this game i love the cover of this game it's just a pomeranian a pomeranian in like a war-torn tokyo uh (laughs) it's really funny and there's blood on the floor it's just so funny uh we're not getting a box copy though check this out this is like a full release in uh, japan like it's a 60 dollars game or whatever a five million yen game there um but uh but it's only 14.99 for us cuz it came out of PlayStation Network. I guess they thought that people wouldn't be picking this shit up for 60 bucks, but for 15 bucks it's a steal, I think. I think it's a really cool game. Um however, we do get uh, full disc based games on PlayStation Network and we will be getting them day one with PSN's new day one digital uh, promotion that they've announced. So PlayStation Network is about to get a whole lot sweeter thanks to an in- innovative Sorry, initiative called PlayStation Day One Download Digital, PSN, sorry, Day One Download Digital. Uh, the program announced moments ago over the official PlayStation blog, moments ago yesterday, I guess. Oh, this is actually quite old. Um, this was announced on the 25th. It's going to be basically pair titles day and date, um, like AAA games releasing alongside their retail counterparts. So the titles will be releasing uh, throughout October will be Resident Evil 6. That's going to be the first one. Well, I guess Resident Evil 6 and NBA 2K13. Uh, these are both going to be coming out on PlayStation Plus at the same time. No, sorry, on uh, PlayStation Network at the same time as the retail games. Uh, I don't know if it's midnight, though. That would be sweet. But it's probably just going to be when the PlayStation Store updates. Uh, this is pretty lame. Can I tell you something? Mike, the only Go game, ahead. the only game uh, that doesn't get a PlayStation Plus pre-order. Well, actually, I guess there's two. Uh, Well, no, there's only one that you cannot pre-order and that's Resident Evil 6. I guess you can't pre-order that because that's coming out next week. But every other single game has a PlayStation Plus tie-in where if you're a PlayStation Plus member, you can get a 10% discount except for Resident Evil 6. What's up, Capcom? What's up with that? And I guess also uh, Assassin's Creed 3. Uh, That's coming out on October 30th. So the games that are going to be included in this promotion are Resident Evil 6, NBA 2K13, Dishonored, Doom 3, Big Fucking Gun Edition, Double Seven Legends, uh, Medal of Honor Warfighter, and Need for Speed Most Wanted, and Assassin's Creed 3. Kind of cool, I guess. I don't don't know about
2: downloading games yet. Why? 10%, like if it was a $10 discount, like sure, but like $4 off isn't, one, it doesn't seem like enough. And, okay. and two, I, by the time they get done downloading, I could have gone to the store and picked it up at midnight.
0: All right, all right. Uh,
1: Plus, no if you're problem. anything like me, I actually like having a physical copy. Yeah, That's I like just having me, but... Oh, you too. Finally, someone who agrees.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I, I, I want boxes. Yeah. I'm all digital. Uh, two more pieces of news. This one's actually pretty interesting. An Animushi reboot in the works? Question uh, mark. According to the latest issue of... PS3 Magazine UK, uh, developer Spark Unlimited has been tasked with rebooting an adventure series for Capcom. The magazine speculates that the franchise in question is Animusha, the demon hack and slash game series that made its debut back in 2001 on PlayStation 2 with Animusha Warlords. Um, re- wait, what? Was it Animusha Warlords? Wasn't Animusha Warlords the one where they're all fighting against each other?
1: No, that was the first one, on Onimusha Warlords.
0: Was it really called Warlords? Yeah. Huh. The games are fun. Yeah, I love those games. Um, I mean, Onyusha La- mm-hmm. 3 was the last one I kind of really liked, but Onyusha 1 and 2 were great. Kind of worried about it being Spark Unlimited because I don't think they've ever
2: really made games. I know they're doing the the Lost Planet sequel, but...
1: They made Turning Point, Fall of Liberty, which was very bad, apparently.
0: Oh, yeah, that game was awful.
3: <laughs>
0: oh, great, guys. Thanks for destroying my excitement for this. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so... Uh, so there I mean, was. That, that's one of those games that people have been asking
2: for all generation. It's it's good to see that it's actually coming. Hopefully. Yeah,
0: I guess. Have, yeah. have people been asking for a reboot of Animal Musha? I mean, um, it's not not like a majority. Dino Crisis. Dino Crisis?
1: Mm. Yeah, that or Dino. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, there, Joe. that that or Dino Crisis, in terms of Capcom,
0: right, right, right.
1: those two game, those two franchises, definitely um, um could do with coming back from the so, dead.
0: So you you guys want to know what Spark Unlimited is made? Yeah. They've made Call of Duty Finest Hour for GameCube, PlayStation 2, and Xbox in 2004. I don't think that was very good. They made Turning Point, Fall of Liberty, like you guys said. They made Legendary, uh, previously called Legendary the Box. Do you remember that game? Yeah, Yeah, it was about. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Lost Planet 3 and uh, Yaiba Ninja Gaiden Z. Mm -hmm.
2: Wait, they're doing the Zombie Ninja Gaiden? uh, Yep. I might have faith in that just because it actually has that um oh, what's his name? Uh,
0: yeah, that he he's doing I guess the directing The Mega Man it.
1: guy, yeah.
0: Yeah, the Mega Man guy. I think yeah. it could be good then. Yeah, yeah maybe. Maybe one day. Uh yeah. Earth Defense it's Force. Hard this is the last, last news piece here, and it's pretty interesting. Earth Defense Force 3 confirmed for the U.S. Publisher D3 has confirmed that the PlayStation Vita title Earth Defense Force 3 is coming to the U.S. The game has Japanese retailers this week and was originally released on the Xbox 360 five years ago. Now retitled Earth Defense Force 2017, the PS Vita port includes a host of extra features, including four-player co-op, plus the ability to play as Global Defense Force Force's Pale Wing. Um, if you don't know what Earth's Defense Force 3 is, look it up. Uh, don't expect – it's pretty much Starship Troopers, the video game. Uh, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. It's not, it's not serious. Nuka Rico! <clears throat> you shouldn't be. Sorry. That's okay. Did you almost just die there? Are you all right? Yeah, I said Nuka Rico. Did you hear it? <laughs> Nuka Rico. All right. Nuka um,
1: Rico. Oh, Nuka
0: Rico. Sure. Um <laughs> Whatever the, f- get it. whatever the fuck that is i'm guessing that's a character in starship it's from starship troopers man jeez i don't remember i haven't seen that game in a long time uh that movie in a long time basically don't expect <laughs> don't expect high production values from this game don't expect good graphics don't expect a good voice acting don't expect good anything except good fun because it's co-op ridiculousness um you're just a, a bunch of soldiers i guess uh fight fending off an alien invasion of insects yeah those games are really fun uh I I enjoy him quite a bit, and that's it for news, people. Cool, some good stories there. Eh? Uh, Joseph, what are you excited for?
2: What do you What do you mean?
0: If anything, are you excited for anything, like coming up, like games wise, like games wise, or or like anything, like drinking this weekend, or? I mean, drinking this weekend sounds fun. Are you Are you coming to Florida? Are we drinking together, Don? Oh man, this is happening right <laughs> now. I'm on my way. Ciao. Uh,
2: <laughs> no,
0: but games wise, what are you excited for? Um.
2: Man, I don't know. After Borderlands came out, there really isn't a ton. Um Assassin's Creed three looks pretty boss Um, and that's that's really it for the
0: rest of the year. Yeah, I guess. Uh all right, there were a few reviews that might maybe might change your change of mind. Will Robinson reviewed uh Red Johnson's Chronicles all no sorry, one against all. That's a weird name for a game. Red Johnson. Can we talk about the naming of this game? Yeah, that's a weird name. Seriously, Red Johnson's Chronicles colon one against all that's just who's that satisfying who's that pleasing
2: i don't know it's it's uh so it's just a bad name
0: it's not it's a bad name but apparently it's not a bad game because he gave it an eight on ten saying that it's a great value puzzler with a decent plot and some twists that you just won't see coming uh, he liked the great bang for your buck. Up to 10 hours of gameplay for 9 is a steal. I'm not so sure about that. He also says the puzzles provide significant challenges and are very rewarding. And he says the characters are humorous and the story has plot twists that you'll never see coming. Uh, he dislikes the difficulty of puzzles, can be off-putting, and poorly worded clues are even more frustrating. He says there is no replayability of value after the game is completed. And he says while the story is entertaining, it struggles to pull you in. So uh, if you're interested in this game, go check out our review. It's on our site. Uh, we've also, Adam Dolge also put up his review for FIFA 13. He says that EA Sports keeps its football slash soccer franchise at the top with more realistic match days and gameplay in FIFA 13. The formula hasn't changed much, but the overall package is once again as good as it gets. He likes the strong AI, more realistic gameplay and presentation, the fun skill games. He dislikes slow menus, infrequent AI errors can be frustrating, and the minimal game changing improvements. Mike, sweet. You a FIFA yeah. fan?
1: Um, no, I don't play football or watch it to be honest.
0: One more recent review by Ernest Lynn. He reviewed Dead or Alive 5. He gave it an eight on ten. He said Dead or Alive 5 is enough to please fans and newcomers with the game's mechanics and are easy enough to learn but difficult to master. He liked the improved visuals and story plot, dynamic and lively characters and environments, training tools. He disliked the not not enough he disliked that there wasn't enough evolution. Um he disliked the graphical shortcomings and the poor storytelling. Uh, but overall, 8 on 10, great game. Mike, you're a Dead or Alive fan. Yes no? Um,
1: I haven't played them, so I can't reclass really myself as a fan. I've only like, seen them running and stuff.
0: You're a fan of the characters, though, right? Well, do, <laughs> yeah. do I breathe air? <laughs> uh, I'm, I, I know nothing about Dead or Alive. Joseph?
2: Um, I, I think I'm going to buy it. Uh, a lot of my friends who play fighting you games do it.
1: You don't really need to know anything else other than tits, do you? Let's Tell basically. them they're <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well, I guess that's all for news, guys. Uh, and I guess we're gonna round out our first part of the episode. It's some of us have to go, right, Joseph? Yeah, yeah, I, I gotta get out of here. All right, no problem. Oh, that's a shame, man. But uh, we'll be back for uh, part two, and uh, I guess we'll have different guests on, and we'll be talking about what we've been playing, and I guess we'll go over some recent, some of the more recent news that we didn't cover since it's not like. Uh, super contemporary. We only cover week uh, news from last week, like from basically last week to this Friday, starting Monday, I guess, or Sunday rather. Uh, let's stop covering news from the past and start
2: predicting news in the future.
0: Down. All right, I start. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Ghost Rider, the video game, has been unveiled uh, coming 2012, <laughs> December. Coming 2012 and features uh, drop-in, drop-out co-op in a... And it's a Need for Speed clone. <laughs> okay, good good shit. I'm uh, I'm excited about this game as well. Yeah, it sounds pretty badass, doesn't it?
2: I mean, uh, it's I going be a think movie tie-in. The Nick Cage quota in games has just went up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike, uh, mind doing us a favor and predicting some news before we round out the first part? Uh,
1: okay, how about um, Resident Evil 2 remake confirmed?
0: Wow, Mike wow Damn. really stretching it there yeah really going far mike <laughs> thought up of a resident evil
1: <laughs> yeah and not only that but it's using pre-rendered backgrounds and take controls as well
0: <laughs> jesus Shit. mike now we are stretching it <laughs> yeah this is happening you're, like this is pretty much going to happen you're not predicting anything uh, uh this is going to happen oh yeah are we trying to predict are we trying to predict things that are actually going to happen
2: no, uh, there's, there's no uh, fun. In that. Just, uh, just hitting
0: around, to be honest. I
2: think uh, my prediction is going to be uh, Capcom announces a new Mega Man game. There
0: oh, you go. That, shit. That'll, never, that'll never happen. Holy shit! <laughs> that was a good one. All right, guys. So uh, thanks for joining me on part one. I guess um, we'll see you guys next episode, right? Because you guys won't be on part two. No, um, uh, but since I won't be, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at aceshi291. Oh, good idea. He's also on Twitter, and uh, yeah, follow him there. He's a he's a fun guy on Twitter you can judge him and his profile picture which shows off his Bioshock tattoos or tattoo
2: yeah uh, also uh, shows me sport in a tie there you go
0: always classy you should guys guys check it out he's a very attractive lad Uh, thanks for joining Mike thanks for joining Justin. Joseph Joseph. sorry god damn it that's the second time I get your name wrong in this episode (laughs) (laughs) that was the worst send off ever (laughs) but uh, you guys were awesome thanks for joining we'll see you guys part two. (laughs) And welcome back to part two, guys. Uh, hey, Mike, what's going on? Not much, man. Just I'm glad you could make. Yeah, I'm glad you could make part two. It was uh, it was really cool. We didn't expect you to, but you did. You pulled you pulled through. Kind of like to yeah. remember.
1: Yeah, man. I uh, I made sure that since I wasn't going out this week, but I would be here for the full duration, man. It's been a long time.
0: But it's just me and you now, so. Uh, yep. Jeez. No interruptions. Just me and you, man. All oh, man. Mano and mano. Tano <laughs> <laughs> a Michael. Yeah. Um, we got some stuff to talk about. What do we got to talk about? What we've been playing, right? Yeah. But first, uh, I think we should talk about the reviews of the games we've been playing. So, Mike, I'll let you start. You've been playing uh, Tekken Tag Tournament 2, correct?
1: I have quite a lot as well, yes.
0: Oh, that's a good thing. You'll have a lot to say. So, uh, you gave this game a 9 on 10.
1: Yeah, So, this I game did. is the bee's knees. Yeah, I really like am. A, for anyone who doesn't know, I, I am a big Tekken fan, but regardless... It was pretty impressive. I think they refined a lot of the mechanics that they had with Tekken Six. They've got the, um, it's basically it's it is very similar to Tekken Six. You've got like the um, bounce system, which is basically where you bounce your opponent off the ground so you can continue oh. a juggle. That's all there and stuff. But obviously you've got the whole tag dynamic, which really really makes um, makes all the all the difference. I mean Tekken Tag One was always pretty um, highly regarded among fans, and this um, they in uh, they've enhanced it this time because you can now attack. Your opponent simultaneously. We've done these tag uh, tag combos and stuff, and you can also uh, you um, got all the um, like tag throws and stuff where you can like hit your opponent with something, and then the other one comes in and does another attack as well. But you can also like I said attack them together, which is pretty cool, and it just adds a whole new dimension to the fights because you've got obviously two health bars to manage. But if one gets knocked out, then obviously you lose the round. So you've got to carefully juggle that and it's just it's just really satisfying to do that and everything and when to time ta- when to time your tag attacks and everything and all that it just it keeps the flow of the fight going it keeps it varied and stuff it's just it's great fights are absolutely manic obviously because of that i mean tekken is crazy man
0: with the um juggles. is there are there more characters than ever
1: <laughs> there's more it's literally every single tekken character ever apart from gone who was ha- featured in Tek- that little dinosaur who was featured in free literally they've got every single character in there all they That's- will have has that never
0: happened? Is this the most ever?
1: Yeah, the most ever. Yeah. Okay. So it's literally Tekken. Ogre? Ogre's in it. Yeah, literally take everyone from Tekken one to Tekken Six and they're in the game apart from Jeez. Gone. Well they put it this way. They will they will all be in it when they've um, released the DLC, which includes like uh Dr. Boskonovich and um a couple of other new characters as well. So um That's but,
0: what they did for Mortal Kombat. The reboot <clears throat> that was also super successful was they just included every single character and kind of um, yep. Went over the stories of Mortal Kombat 1, 2, and 3.
1: Yeah. Um, Although there's no story here because this isn't, this isn't like part of the main Tekken um, storyline. It's just like just an excuse to get everyone together, really. Like, Heihachi is young. He's taking some sort of drug to make him like 20 years younger or some shit. So that's crazy. I and mean, they got bloody Roger and Alex in there, you know, the dinosaur and the boxing kangaroo. That
0: sounds awesome. <laughs>
1: Yeah, um, but yeah, no, it's disappointing that they didn't have something like Tekken Bowl or Tekken Force, because I really thought they that would have been a great opportunity to yeah. revisit those. But... And you,
0: you mentioned that, in, in your yeah. summary of the re- review, you said, with a massive character roster, great online mode, and solid gameplay mechanics, Tekken 2 is easily one of the best brawlers on the market, and a triumphant return to the series. You liked, like you said, the great tag mechanics, the superb character roster, online play is greatly improved over Tekken 6, and you disliked the minor online issues, uh, no classic minigames, like you were saying, the Tekken Force or Bowling yeah. Soul. Tell me, uh, online lag issues? Um, yeah,
1: there's um, there's a couple of um, small, like, you get some small lag and stuff, and like a lot of the time when you're trying to connect to a match, it takes ages to find an opponent, which is uh-huh. really weird, even when you don't, like, limit the, because um, you get to um, choose what kind of, like, rank you want to fight against, and, like, we- connection and everything, and even if, even if you just go, whatever, you know, you're not fussed, it still can take a while, but... Overall, I've been doing a lot of online matches since I've done the review, and it, is, it still holds up very well. But the really disappointing thing is, and this is probably got, I, I mean, I, I have no idea what it's to do with, but fighting someone locally, like I fight my um, mate's brother a lot, um, and it's terrible. You get two matches, and then it just disconnects, and sometimes it doesn't connect at all. So that's really, really disappointing. I don't know yeah. why the hell it does that, because you can, yeah, yeah I can go online and do 10 matches against people from all over the world and there's no hardly any lag at all really really good and yet i'll try and play someone in the same town as me and i'll be lucky if i get one game out of it so that's really really bad that is but wow. yeah but the, the rest of you the on the online is it's more it is improved over tekken 6 because like i said when you're doing matches against like wherever like player match or rate match it's there's less a lot less lag than tekken 6 and that was improved after they released the patch and um so, so that's that's really good. There's, there's a like I said, there's only some minor lag issues. It, it can, I've had a couple of thing games when I've been disconnected, but not much. Overall, it is really good, though. Definitely.
0: So, me being the Street Fighter guy, you being the Tekken guy, um, <laughs> since I've never really ventured into the land of Tekken, do you think this is the title? If I wanted to get into it, if I wanted to pick it up, do you think this is the one? <laughs>
1: um, yes and no. It's got. It's definitely, in terms of mechanically, it's definitely one of the best Tekken games to choose from. But it's not exactly user friendly. It does have a training mode, which is quite unique. It's like got this, it's kind of got its own little story um, to introduce you to it, to make it more, to easier to get into, to learn all the uh, mechanics and stuff. And it does a good job. But at the same time, I can imagine a newcomer being quite overwhelmed by everything because it's one of those games. Um, Mm. like i said it, do, it does do an effort with newcomers but at the same time it's one of those games that's designed like for people who know what they're doing if you know what i mean
3: mm.
1: yeah because cause it's like a uh, it's like a tekken Tag is essentially the greatest hits of tekken so it's one of those ones where you don't you know people assume that you come here knowing what it's all about you know it's not like a new game with new new mechanics to learn and stuff where you can start from the ground up so it might be a bit of a wearman, but at the same time i would not recommend it you know
0: okay yeah, yeah okay
1: It depends whether you like Tekken. I mean, with beat 'em ups and stuff, I know that there's very, you know, people either like, you know, the type, you know, you've got Dead or Alive, it's got its own style, Tekken has Street Fighter, it all depends what you like. Tekken is very, it's heavily, it's quite, it's accessible, but it's quite intricate as well, but it's very, very um, juggle-based, and you can't get out of, um, when you're knocked into the air and you get a player who knows what they're doing in terms of juggles, You literally can't do anything about it. So if you don't like being juggled around with nothing to, and you can't do shit about it, then it might get on your nerves. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. But then again,
0: every fighting game is like that. Like top level pro like, professional playing of pretty much any fighting game, there's going to be, like, for, a, for someone who's good at it, but not, like, you know, hardcore pro, there's going to be some very frustrating moments, like, especially in Street Fighter, uh, yeah, you could get okay. chained. You could get chained into things that are kind of ridiculous. There isn't so much juggling like you're talking about, but still, like, even in Street Fighter... Oh, sorry, Mortal Kombat. There's also juggling in Mortal Kombat, and I'm guessing the yeah, exact yeah. same thing happens. Um, but that's cool, man. So, Tekken Tag Tournament 2, you think you're going to be playing it for a while?
1: Yeah, I still play... Uh, up until game came out i was still on tekken 6 even if it was just a couple of matches a week with my Mm -hmm. mate i've always i mean with tekken i mean i've I've been playing it since 97 so each each game that comes out you know it's like yeah that's our that's like that's the game we'll be playing from now on so when tekken 7 comes out that will replace tag i imagine so on so yeah that's cool yeah all
0: right i like it uh another review we didn't mention about a game i've been playing the bird learns Borderlands 2, uh, Adam reviewed it on our site. Adam also reviewed FIFA 13 from uh, that I mentioned last part. Uh, he gave this one a whopping 9.5. And uh, he says uh, Borderlands 2, check this out. He says Borderlands 2 is one of the best co-op experiences of this generation and vastly superior to its predecessor, which is saying a lot. Uh, get lost under a pile of loot as you join friends on the battlefield and you quest on Pandora. He said he liked the addictive loot system, the terrific co-op experience with solid gameplay, hilarious characters, and a vastly improved narrative. I could vouch for all those points. And he disliked the graphic, uh, mostly texture issues, uh, the occasional bugs, and the only fair vehicle mechanics and usage. Um, I, don't, I haven't really played around too much with many vehicles. I've only done the first one, but I, I enjoyed it, so maybe there's more... that he's talking about the occasional bugs i haven't ran into any yet and uh, the graphics i enjoy i haven't seen any texture issues or graphic issues yet but then again borderlands is the type of game that'll last you for like you know maybe over 100 hours if you're playing with uh, various friends but um yeah I really i just i only just started i'm still very low i i came late to the game you know like jesus christ in this day and age when a game is out for like a week and a half or two weeks it's pretty much old even though borderlands (laughs) was only only came out last tuesday uh, I kind of got it this Tuesday, but I haven't. I didn't start playing until the day before yesterday, I believe, or yesterday rather. But yeah, I I I got in. I sunk in like so. From when I started, I put it in my PS3, and then I only stopped playing about six hours later. It was like a <laughs> marathon. Holy shit! I love me some Borderlands. Uh, I'm not surprised that I like it, but it's just um, it's very similar to Borderlands one. Uh, well, I mean, obviously it's a sequel, but still, it's very similar to Borderlands one, but it's cleaner, it's more polished, it's more way more refined. The shooting is where the big difference is. The shooting finally feels on par with a uh, with like a Call of Duty game or something like that. Um, and cool. the loot is better, just better in the sense that the loot all feels different. Uh, you get one gun, you get another gun, and they're totally different. Whether it's just by the brand, or you can have a gun of the same brand just Fire, both fire look and sound and feel completely different. It's actually, it's really entertaining. I, I uh, I'm heavily enjoying Borderlands 2. Well, I have more to say next episode though, since I haven't really gotten into the core of the game. I'm, I'm really only, I'm not even like level 15 yet or whatever. I'm still very, very uh, early on. But uh, so far, right. early impressions, I'm really liking it. Borderlands Sweet, 2 man. is really good. But Mike, good news. I've been playing a shitload of video games.
1: Awesome. A Always shitload. Good to hear.
0: Uh, speaking of awesome, I finally, finally tried Awesome Knots. Um, awesome Knots is a MOBA game, which, for those of you who don't know, is like a tower, de- kind of, not really tower defense. It's like a uh, League of Legends or Dota 2 that type of game where you choose a hero and you upgrade them, you get kills on other players, oh it's PvP basically, and you get yeah. money upgrade your character, buy yourself uh, upgrades, and that's what it is but just 3v3 on PS3, it's side-scrolling, if you're wondering, hey, how does that work on PS3, you know, it's side-scrolling, it works fantastically, uh, I hadn't played Knots awesome for a long time, I had it because I got it free from PlayStation Plus I, th- I believe the day it came out and um, I didn't try it for a long time and now that I finally did, I was really impressed actually. I did another marathon of that <laughs> and actually a few yeah, days ago yeah. with with another friend. And um that was a lot of fun. Awesome Knots is for anybody that likes Dota or League of Legends, all I'm gonna say is check out Awesome Knots. It's it's basically that on PlayStation and you'll like it if if you're a fan of mobile games. But other than that, you know, there's no single player mode to the game. There's uh I mean there is single player, but you're just fighting against bots or against other people. There's no story mode rather. It's just yeah. You get in there and you get in the uh, versus kind of competitive uh, modes, and that's all there is. Um, but still fun. Uh, other than Borderlands 2, you know what I've been playing a lot of? And Mike, I'll I'll start the episode with music from this game. Uh, is Double Dragon Neon? Oh sweet,
1: yeah, I've been double thinking, dragon. I'm looking about that.
0: Double Dragon Neon is a remake of well, I guess it's a complete reboot slash remake slash revisit of uh, the old Double Dragon games, but it's totally kind of has doesn't have much to do with the old games kind of loosely based on them but still you still got the two main characters jilly uh sorry jimmy lee and uh billy lee billy, billy and jimmy lee and uh they're trying to save uh billy's girlfriend or whatever uh and anyways so the, so the story is not what this game is about it's just uh a lot of reviews early on kind of really bashed double dragon um there was ign's review that came out uh earlier than most and they gave it a three on ten
1: Three.
0: Um, yeah, three. Three on ten. They And they say, you know, in the review, uh, uh, the reviewer said that the brawler genre is dead and, you know, this, that, and Double Dragon doesn't realize that. I disagree with him. I don't think the brawler genre is dead. I think it's still very fun. Like Scott Pilgrim came out. You know, Castle Crashers, Scott Pilgrim, those games are still fun. It's not a dead genre. You just have to know how to make the game for that genre for today's day and age. Uh, Double Dragon does that, however, there's with a key. with It just key detail that i guess he didn't get um the game is a total homage to the 80s uh be it in music even early 90s being in music you know just just like for example let me give you an example this is how much this is how dedicated the game is to being old school this is something you have never done mike you've you've done it but you haven't done it in a long time So someone, your partner dies, and to go revive them, you need to go over their corpse and uh, keep mashing circle, right? Yeah. But there's something that pops up on the screen that is kind of like, you know, instead of being a thumb, like pressing down on the button, which is what you usually see, or maybe you see an arrow pointing to a button and it going up and down and up and down. Uh, What it is, is that you remember those old cassette tapes, those old school cassette tapes? (laughs) yeah before cds before compact disc there was those cassette tapes that you can record on both sides um basically you remember when the tape of the of the tapes themselves the tapes of the cassettes kind of got loose or when it broke or something it would kind of like spill out of the tape it was like that that foil you know like what i'm talking about yeah yeah of course yeah and to wind that back up, you would put a pen or a pencil into one of the into, holes, yeah, and start and wind it up, yeah, that's what you're doing when you're reviving someone because the game is kind of all about music. It's kind of like super inspiring. <laughs> so the faster you mash circle, the faster it's rotating the pencil to wind up the tape. It's just this really cool detail that, that that's how like dedicated it is to being like old school oh, I
1: love it already. <laughs>
0: when you hold square and when you hold square and triangle,, uh, it shows up in the moves list like. Uh, it's one of the things you could do in the game. It it isn't an attack and it actually has no value. Like it there's no reason to doing it in the game other than like it looks pretty and it's just totally cool. But uh, the first person to hold square and select starts beatboxing and then when the second person starts holding it they start they start breakdancing it's just so fucking cool man the voice acting of this game is terrible though don't come into the game thinking that the voice acting <laughs> it. it was done by the dev studio so it's like they had no budget i guess or they just wanted to do their own voices so the developers of the game uh did the voices for double dragon um it's just So the voice acting is kind of lame, but the thing is you have to understand that it was like that on purpose. Like They're going for that old – back in the day when voice acting was just so bad. And there's just one boss that's so cool. His name is Skullageddon. He's like the main antagonist. Uh, Yeah, and the names are all super cheesy on purpose. But, um, you know, Skullageddon, he's just just bones and – bones everywhere and he's just super cool and he has a giant sword, but his voice is terrible. It's kind of like this! It's just super (laughs) bad and super cheesy. But they do that on purpose, kind of, you know, like the game starts and like it's just such an awesome intro because it's that it's still the same intro from back in the day, the old school Double Dragon, but this time it's like 3D, rendered in 3D, and it's basically all it is is a girl. Her name is Miriam. You actually don't know, but she's Marion or whatever. She's one of the characters. Uh, she's your girlfriend. She's just standing in front of the gr- a garage, uh, non conspicuously, you know, just standing there minding her own business. When a gang of dudes <laughs> just comes into the screen, and there's even a girl there, and one of the dudes walks up to her and just punches her right in the stomach just punches her right in the stomach and knocks her out and that's how the game starts and it's great um they even do a freeze frame of his fist in her stomach and then they start playing the music then and it's it's just really well done uh the game's not perfect though uh the fighting is kind of clunky you move around kind of slow everything is kind of just sluggish but once you get used to it i mean there's actually like you can learn quite a bit about the fighting system and and I'm on the third difficulty now. You beat the game, you unlock Dragon, then Double Dragon mode. And I'm on Double Dragon mode, and a friend of mine, we're totally hooked. We're just we're just hooked on that game. It's so brutally hard, but uh, we love the music. The music is freaking phenomenal, by the way. Uh, that's cool. what the music of this podcast is going to be of. The intro, the break, and the outro. Um... Oh, it's just so good. So good. So good. I can't talk about Double Dragon Neon enough. It's just the only thing is it, it got bashed in some early reviews. And um but then again, some some outlets gave it super high scores. I think Joystick gave it a nine point five out of ten or a nine out of ten. Uh oh, they sweet. really, really liked it. And so do I. Uh you know, if I, I played the game extensively right now. We haven't written a, a review on the game, I don't think, but if I did if I were to review Double Dragon Neon, I think I'd give it an eight or eight five on ten. It was a really, really fun game. I um i've been playing more stuff dude it's just you 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 want to you want to you want to take you want to take uh take the mic what have you been playing
1: yeah yeah sure well I fi- i've actually finally finished um zelda skyward sword
0: oh yeah to be
1: about 70 hours which is more than um mass effect and assassin street took me which i was surprised that <laughs> <laughs> all of them that is um yeah, I I really like that game. I mean, it's I'm a, I'm a massive Zelda fan. I'm, I'm relatively new to the series. I only got into it with um, Wind Waker, which um, you know, obviously for most people, that's pretty that's pretty new. But yeah, it was different. It definitely felt different, probably because of the art style, but not not only that, because of um, and I'm not going to spoil anything, but because some of the um the staples of the series weren't actually in the game. I'm talking about both in terms of gameplay and um, characters. So I'm not going to. Like I said, I'm not gonna spawn a thing, but some things were conspicuous by their absence, shall we say. But it was still a great game, there was still plenty of Zelda, classic Zelda moments in there. The the environments are gorgeous. I, I do love the art style. It's kind of that, that wa- a water watercolor thing that sort of blends yeah. Wind Waker and Twilight Princess. Okay. Um I mean, I, I've he praised on this before a previous podcast, so I won't go into it now. But yeah, it's it is a great game, man. I, I loved it. It was um it was challenging. The bosses were the bosses were great. Just the creative as always, and more importantly, the the uh, motion controls they do actually work quite well. It's not perfect, but um the small niggles I have with it aren't enough to ruin the experience. It's, it's only just a minor problem. So yeah, it's a great game, man. I'm glad I finished it because it took me all summer. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. Cool. Um, yeah, apart from that, um, I've actually, um, yeah, I think I'm, I can say this, yeah, I've actually started Resident Evil 6 today, <laughs> Oh my <laughs> which gosh! Will be, yeah, which will be for my review, which I am really, really hoping to have up on, uh, Monday, along with everyone else, but if it's not, I can assure you guys, um, that it will be up very, very soon. It's a big game, I can tell you that much, I've got a lot to get through, um, so far I've only just been pl- experiencing with Chris's campaign, and, um, I'm going to talk a lot more about it, the, um, on the next podcast but it's
0: um it's very much be um, careful mike <laughs> be careful not to you know it's still under embargo right so yeah of
1: course I, yeah um let's just say that uh, it's it feels different i'll say that but i'm not going to go into any more detail okay. <laughs> obviously okay, okay. i don't want to get i don't want to get a i don't know a bomb in the post from capcom <laughs> bomb. that's how
0: capcom rolls you break the card, we'll get a bomb in the mail yeah, um, but that,
1: but yeah, as I said, the review will be up um, early next week, definitely.
0: Yeah, what a tease. So, if you guys, if you're interested in Mike's Resident Evil 6 review, and you should be, go check it out on PSU.com on either Monday or Tuesday next week.
1: Yeah, hopefully, yeah.
0: Cool. Um, or maybe a little bit later, depending on if he needs more time with the game. Sometimes it happens. Uh, yeah,
1: it, it, I will do all, I will do my very best to have it done for Monday. But if not, it will definitely be done, hopefully, by Tuesday.
0: Ah, oh, that's okay, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk to you... Well, I'm going to save this game for later, but, uh... So, okay, I'll just bring it up. I finally finished Final Fantasy IV. I have been I was playing that on my right. Vita. Yeah, I was playing the Complete Collection that came out on the PSP. I had downloaded that on my Vita, and uh, I'm now playing the Interlude, which is... It was a mobile phone game in Japan um, before I play the after years. So I finished Final Fantasy IV for the first time in my life. I mean, I had played it before, but I just never finished it. And, um... I really, really liked Final Fantasy IV. I mean, I know it's old school and it's kind of tough to play now, but I, I mean, I took that, you know, I, I kind of took that into consideration while I was playing it. Just like, yeah, there's still more of those random battles all the time that they just shove them down your throat. And yes, it gets kind of crazy at points. Uh, it gets kind of difficult, to, to, difficult towards the end. But uh, I like what they did with the structure of the game. I like the game's pacing. I like that. Um, You don't really ever have to go out of your way for the side quests or for the other collectibles. They kind of all just... The game is pretty linear for a Final Fantasy. Um, You kind of keep going from quest to quest to quest to quest. And so long as you're doing that... I mean, there's only like two or three parts, really, where you have the option to kind of not go to your quest and go get something else in another dungeon. But they make that pretty clear to you. Like, for example, when another dungeon opens up, you'll see like a little uh, cutscene or whatever... That like you mm-hmm. know some, something's gonna be happening there, and it'll, it'll give you like a pop up saying Mount Doom or whatever, or Mount Orteals <laughs> is now available or whatever. You know, like they'll make it. Oh, no. Yeah, Mount Doom. Sorry, it's Mount Orteals. Deals. Um, and so I got to the end of the game, and that's where it got pretty damn hard. The, the last dungeon is kind of brutal. Not gonna lie, uh, last boss is just an asshole. Uh, kind of uninspired though, because they. I don't want to spoil anything, but you go along the whole game thinking that. The enemy is a certain guy. Well, I guess I am spoiling it now. But you think that the enemy is a certain guy. It turns out he's not the last boss. Blah 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 blah. There's someone that pops out out of nowhere. And this kind of oh, happened in right. Final Fantasy IX, right? Like, uh, I think I think you thought that the last it wasn't like it was supposed to be Kuja, but then out of nowhere was another last boss. I can't remember. Maybe Kuja was the last boss. I just can't remember. But also um, made. I ain't played it, man. <laughs> yeah, it's not the first time I've seen this in a Final Fantasy either. Where uh, you're against this one dude for the whole game and at the end it's just some totally ridiculous random boss fight uh, Like, oh like Final Fantasy X uh, you fight Jecht or Sin or whatever and then after that you fight this little spider thing and that's the last boss mm-hmm. um, so anyway s- sorry spoilers by the way Jesus I really ruined Final Fantasy X for people if they haven't played it <laughs> but, um, so yeah that was fun I'm glad I final, finally finished Final Fantasy IV uh guess what final fantasy 4 was better than uh what 13 <laughs> that's ridiculous to say but it was totally true um oh man i have a bone <laughs> i have i have a lot to say about this 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 last game that i've been playing i mean i'm sure i've been playing other games but this one this one's really gonna take up my hatred i have a lot to say about it. not hatred but i just have a lot to say about it so mike is there anything you want to get to
1: um no i'm done Mike. that's pretty much it. that's all
0: you've been playing yeah yeah I started playing Ico, Ico HD. Oh
2: uh, wow. That's,
0: that's not the game I want to talk about, but yeah, okay. I started playing Ico HD. Uh, not much to say there yet. Kind of just started, and Yorda is an asshole. I just wanted to climb a freaking ladder without me telling her to. You understand? I just, I just wanted to kind of be smart and just. Why are you standing there? The things are coming after you. Just follow me. and Stop being such an asshole. Um, but anyway. Uh, okay, here's what I've been playing. This is going to kind of take you by surprise, Mike. You ready?
1: Yeah, go for it.
0: With all these games coming out and all these games being out and some great games being out, what did Don choose to play? Hmm, was it Starhawk? Was it? Did he finally want to actually get in Starhawk? Nope, that's still in his pile of shame. <sighs> it was Sorcery. Sorcery? <laughs> I played Sorcery. That PlayStation move game where you're that kind of wizard or the apprentice that turns into a sorcerer but yeah that game um that game didn't get the highest reviews but i was always curious i was always curious and for uh fans of derailed i mean you're hardcore playstation fans either you mean you pretty much know about sorcery right i mean you've either a played it or b heard that it wasn't very good and uh here's the thing i i finished it so it took me a while but i finished it um sorcery has some good ideas there are there are designs in sorcery that i i am quite fond of uh specifically so i think the voice acting is actually kind of solid Uh, i I don't think the voice acting for the main characters very good finn but every character around that has some pretty good voice acting to them um the story is quite imaginative i'll give it that like the story while it's you know it's you know you're you're a sorcerer's apprentice and you get stronger and stronger and then you end up becoming a sorcerer blah blah blah, blah. but there's actually a lot more to that and it kind of ties into Irish mythology um so there's a lot there's a lot going on there there's a lot that they have to choose from and different characters you you different enemies you encounter and different like environments and that's kind of cool um and the core design of the game, like, you know, kind of swinging the move and using the move just as your wand, yeah. that is both the coolest part of the game and the game's biggest flaw. And I'll tell you why, is because I don't think, I haven't played another game that was as rushed as Sorcery in a long time. Not that, maybe maybe it wasn't rushed, but there's definitely, there's just, just definitely some super sloppy um, design. Like, for example, you could do curved shots. So curved shots is you kind of throw out your arm and kind of curve the 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 move controller to either side and it's going to shoot out a bolt and it's going to kind of curve. it. Okay, let's talk about the most inaccurate piece of shit ever because that's <laughs> that's the curve shots. And it's like you can and you kind of have to aim on screen. Well, not really. You kind of just aim where with your arm kind of in relation to where you want the character to shoot out his bolt. So that kind of kind shoot of, his bolt eh? Shoot shoot his bolt, yeah. So <laughs> sorry, but um and that kind of works um, but for the most part it's mostly inaccurate and you're kind of gonna have to it's just so repetitive you start getting new skills and everything and that's nice, but it doesn't really change things up much uh, you can like the most you could ever do is like uh, create a whirlwind and kind of engulf it with flame or lightning and whatever and I guess that's fun but the game gets crazy repetitive, and I have some serious bones to pick with it okay so. Just let, let's let's get in here. I don't want to spend too much time on sorcery, but just in terms of trophies, whoever designed yeah. sorcery's trophies, I'm very angry at them. Not because they're bad, not because, well, they are bad, but not because they're extremely hard or like long to obtain whatever. Cause that's fine. Like that's your prerogative. You want to make your trophies like a crazy grind, but because they're just illogical and they're just asshole trophies. Like for example, <laughs> there's a hidden trophy in that game to die to a boss. It's a hidden wow. trophy to die to a boss. So if you're, th- that's pretty much saying, hey, if you're doing good at our game and if you're good at our game, we're not going to reward you. In fact, we'll reward you if you were bad at our game because we won't even tell you that there's a trophy to die at the boss if you check the trophy list. It's a hidden trophy to die at that boss, which I didn't do, by the way. I did it like I had to reload a save file and go back. Not that I care about the trophies on that game, but it's just like okay, so that's that's pretty stupid in my opinion. That there's yeah. a trophy to a hidden trophy, nonetheless, to die to a boss. But anyway, um, there's a really cool feature to the game where you you the, the way you upgrade your character is all through potions. So you kind of find ingredients throughout the world, and um, you kind of you use alchemy to kind of mix them together in a pot, and you 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 shake a shake a potion and you drink it. And if that's all done, kind of cool. But it gets super repetitive by the end of the game. However, um, a lot of the potions give you buffs like, oh, plus to lightning damage or plus to fire damage. But there are some potions that you make that do take up ingredients, but they just – they're just useless. Like they – they're just like – one of them coats your skin with a, with glue, you know, and that actually doesn't do anything. It's just kind of like a visual thing. But even then, nothing actually happens visually. He kind of just drinks it and it goes like, ugh. And nothing really happens. There's another one that kind of sends out static electricity off of your body. And that only happens for like half a second. And there's one that turns you into a pig. And then you turn into a pig. You can't even move. And you just turn back into a human. So I bought all of these. I used my, my materials in upgrading all of these um, for no reason. It's just they don't tell you at all in the menus that these are useless upgrades. You know, the problem with the game is that you, by the end of the game, you will not. I got everything. And you will not be able to upgrade your uh, character to the max. Uh, and what what what's really the problem with that is so there are misleading potions kind of they kind of tell you that they're going to do something they don't give you an effect but still they're there on the tree i bought them i should at least feel like i've upgraded my character in some way especially since i've used materials that i could use for other potions here's a problem is that you cannot actually upgrade your character to the fullest because there's no new game plus. So the game ends and that's it. And you can't go back. There's no chapter select, nothing. It's like you start from the game and you have to just keep going and there's no way to pack track. So if you miss a chest or whatever, and there is a trophy for getting all the chests and all the treasures, etc. If you miss a chest, that's it. You'll have to play the game again to go back and find it. It's just super annoying things like that. I can't believe the game didn't have a new game plus because you're building like a... You're building a skill tree and stuff like that, or or like a, you're you're just giving your character more skills, but there's no way to actually max it out, and so you have to pick and choose what you get, and that's annoying. Um, yeah. Another annoying thing, Mike, and I, I know I'm ranting about this game, but this game no, deserves no, no, to be ranted about. There's so many weird things, and this is why this game failed. So, uh, like new game, no new game plus for me is unacceptable. I'm sorry, like that's 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 terrible. That's a terrible thing, but um. Another thing that really got on my nerves about sorcery is the fact that, well, well, whatever. I, it just it just slipped my mind. I'm not lying. <laughs> it just I just had it on the, on, on the, top, the tip of my tongue, but it just went away. Uh, it's God damn it, Mike. Fill the air. <laughs> Mike, fill the air.
1: Yeah. Oh, so so you can't remember it,
0: eh? right? It bad. just it was on the tip of my tongue, and I just lost it. Oh, yeah. Okay, I so it know. has camera <laughs> problems. It has camera problems. Like a lot of camera, camera problems. problems. It's not what I dislike particularly, but I, uh, I did, I did have a few camera problems. And like Steven said in his review, I remember reading that the auto locking on enemies uh, places restraints on your spell casting. Like I didn't understand what he meant, but it's, it's like I. It auto-locks on one enemy, even if you don't want it to, and there's no way to change the targeting. So you're locked on that enemy. And if that enemy is in cover, well, then you're shit out of luck because there could be any other enemies that are shooting things at you that you're not aiming at. It's just designs like that that really piss me off. Um, yeah, I know, I know
1: what
0: you mean, yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember. Here's what really pisses me off about the game. One Go thing that was just I could not forgive. Um, so there's a trophy that says – Oh, this this isn't it. This, this is an aside. There's a trophy that says – uh collect accumulate twenty thousand gold okay
3: mm-hmm.
0: and I about halfway through the game more than halfway through the game I'm like Jesus I've gotten way more than twenty thousand gold I should have the trophy by now and I'm like wait they don't mean that you have to uh have twenty thousand gold in your bank because that would be totally stupid because that means you you weren't upgrading anything you're just saving all your gold lo and behold I had to sell all my shit then I got the twenty thousand gold trophy so I was like, that's lame But here's what's really lame, Mike. Are you ready? Yeah. There's a potion you drink. And the potion says, um, drink this potion and you'll have a 15% discount at the alchemist. The alchemist is where you buy various materials that you've already found. So once you find, like, let's say an onyx mushroom or something, it's going to be unlocked at the shop. So you can buy it and uh, create more potions using it. Uh, You combine various resources to make different potions, yada, yada, yada. And so it gives you a 15% discount at the shop. So I got this potion as early as I could, as soon as I unlocked it, I was like, "Oh God, I'm getting that!" I spent the materials to make it. Um, so lo and behold, things were 15% cheaper at the shop. But here's where the game really messed up, and I can't believe nobody noticed this before releasing the game. Before, I just have no idea. I cannot fathom how this is, how this feature has been totally ruined. So once you Use that upgrade. You get the 15% discount at the shop. Here's the messed up part. Is that in sorcery, you find a bunch of treasures to sell. And that's how you uh, afford things to buy at the shop, right?
3: Yeah.
0: That's how you afford these resources to upgrade your character. However, um, once you use that 15%, it's a permanent buff. Once you use that 15% discount, you also lose 15% of the amount you would have gotten when you sold an item. So it (laughs) it just... it lowers the value of all items by 15% in the store globally, even when you're trying to sell an item to the merchant. So in the end run, I lost more money than I would have gained because the way, the main way to make money in that game is to sell things. So I used an upgrade early on that actually fucked me over in the long term because I wasn't selling things for as much as I should have. Including treasures that you find that would have been worth more if you didn't use this upgrade. It's like some small things like that that just drive me wild. That just oh, – I, I was so my. pissed off when I saw that. Like usually you pick up a health potion in the environment, right? And you could yeah. either use it if you need health or you could sell it to the merchant. So I saved all my health potions because you get $200 a pop. So I was like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. $200 a pop. I use the upgrade and I go to the store and it's, it says like sell for like $160 or like $170. I don't remember. And I'm just like, uh what? Or 100 Yeah, it was like sell for 100, 170 gold. And I'm just like, wait, why, why – why did my sell price go lower? Okay, I've been ranting too much about sorcery. Um, <laughs> that is pretty lame, though. That's so lame. I would have given this game a 5 out of 5 on 10. Steven reviewed it, gave it a 6 on 10. And um, he he said that it has a decent storyline and great animation. He said potion mixing is cool and where the move works the best. And that combining spells creates some eye-catchy visual effects. Uh, that is, Those are all the best parts of the game. Steven nailed it in his review. Uh,
1: yeah, that was a good review. I, I read
0: that. Here's the thing is that this was like kind of, you know, they announced this and they kind of said, oh, this is going to be moves killer title. You know, this is going to be the reason why you want to own a PlayStation Move. But there was such a low level of care taken to the design of the game and just such a low, like they didn't give a shit. Like it was very obvious to me that like, they just at, at some points like just totally rushed the game, and then the game just ended, and it ended, and that's it. And there's no new game plus, and that's it. Oh, sorry, you you were building all those. Oh, there was skills that you you wanted that you didn't get, or there's upgrades that you wanted and didn't get. I'm sorry. Start a new game, and maybe you can choose those over other ones, because the game will just abruptly end. Anyway, whatever. I'm done with ranting about sorcery. I played uh, that game for hours from start to finish, and it's not a terrible game. There are some. Some things about sorcery that I did like. So if you've been if you've been curious on sorcery, you know maybe try it out. But buyer beware, man. Sorcery will just there's just some underlying issues with that game. That's really sad because this game could have been really cool. It really could have been, but it's just like the small things I mentioned, it's all the small things. Like it's the small things that just really piss me off about sorcery.
1: Yeah, I, I get you, man.
0: Oh, and and the fact that the whole fucking auto targeting and the whole method of killing enemies is totally broken. But whatever uh just just gets really boring okay i feel like i've spent a lot of time talking about sorcery <laughs> and not about borderlands or anything else i've been playing so that's <laughs> yeah. messed up but um so you've been playing nothing else mike
1: um oh yeah a bit of um uh mario new super mario Bros. on the ds but that's about it really
0: oh i know okay so do you have anything to say about that
1: Ah uh, well, this is this isn't the sequel. This is the original one that came out in 2006. Oh, I'm re- okay, okay. replaying it again before I get the sequel. Um, yeah, I still enjoy it. It's
0: yeah, that's a fun one. That's a fun one. Yeah,
1: I'm still um no, I man. I haven't been um I've been pretty much um like I said, it's just been Zelda Twilight Princess and Tekken Tag really. And obviously now I'm going to be going through um, Resident Evil 6. So I uh, have to talk about that.
0: I bought another game actually. I forgot to say this. I haven't been playing it though because there's a big problem with it. Uh, so I bought Guild Wars 2 for PC oh cool yeah I bought Guild Wars 2 for PC however I'm not playing it because unlike the game the game says that it supports my my graphics chip which is an Intel HD 3000 something that you can find in a MacBook Pro for example Uh, but I have an Intel I have a Dell Dell, uh, laptop so I like playing games on my laptop my laptop's relatively powerful however when I, I have bought Guild Wars 2 I'm like all right, $60 you know support a new MMO it's not World of Warcraft MMOs kind of are you know few and far between now I mean there's a lot but there's not many great ones um, so I'll support this one. I've heard great things. I paid sixty dollars to download that like, to download Guild Wars Two. So just like a any PS3 or 360 game you'd buy in stores, um, paid sixty dollars. Took so long to download the game, but once I finally did, I was super excited. I get in the game and I have nothing but extreme graphic and texture issues. Um, Ooh. yeah, it's just super rough. I had to put the game on lowest settings, and then even then, you know, it said, you know, this is what really pissed me off is that. They said that my my video card, my, my graphics chip, whatever, was was supported. And I paid $60 for your product. And then this is the fucking problem with PC games. Because PC gaming is so freaking weird because nobody has, like, one box. Nobody has, like, you know, like, making a game like uh, Borderlands 2, for example. Developers know exactly that exactly what specs of the PlayStation 3 is. So everybody that has the PlayStation 3 version, will, the game will be played like this, you know? Like, they know exactly what it's going to be like. Unfortunately... Yeah. They don't know what the game is going to be like for my, you know, specific uh, setup that I have on my laptop, even though other people with my video card don't seem to be having this problem. But they, here's the shitty part. Like, you know, you buy a PC game, you spend $60 on it, you install it, and then you have problems with it on your specific computer or, or on your computer. You know, this doesn't run well or this and then it lags and it just ruined my experience experience with the game. Um, and I'm sure uh, Guild Wars 2 is really cool. But I just, I, just, I just didn't end up playing it because I have like severe... Uh, graphical issues which really annoy me and then like i went to update my drivers and everything is up to date and i'm just it's just a problem specifically with guild wars in my uh system that just it pisses me off so much about pc gaming you know like i dropped 60 dollars on your product it should work on my machine especially when you advertise that it does and yeah. it doesn't so fuck you you know like and and <laughs> i love playing consoles for that like there's the, there's no like oh this guy was using the new super duper razor mouse with uh, enhanced weight and extra clickiness and so that's why he killed you first and oh and his 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 video cards better than yours so his game was lagging less so he killed you first because of that and just i love that on console everybody has the same controller everybody's like level playing ground you know yeah the, that's how it should
1: be man yeah, yeah totally. exactly
0: I, I really like that um but anyway, that's the small examples. I, I, I know PC gaming isn't shit. There are a lot of PC games that I, I do enjoy. But uh, for, in, in the sense of... I got burned by Guild Wars, and I'm not happy about that.
1: Yeah, I, I don't blame you, man.
0: Man, this was a depressing... Uh, <laughs> this is a depressing spiel on my part of the games I've been playing. Uh, <laughs> what else, what else, what else? A little bit of Shank 2. I played some Shank Survival mode. It's alright. Shank 1 was better than Shank 2. Um Cool. Yeah, I guess. Uh what else? Anything on Vita? No, nothing on Vita. I can't wait till a Vita game comes out. I mean I wanna buy a little bit plan of Vita, but other than that, nothing really did. Yeah, that looks really, really sweet that does. Yeah. yeah. Um pop pop, 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 pop. Anything else, Mike? I think we're done here.
1: Yeah, no, I would like to say I've been playing Vita but I haven't. It's not actually not not through um because there's not enough on it. I still need a play Mortal Kombat but I've just been so busy with other stuff and everything
0: okay
1: but yeah I'm definitely gonna get around to that though and I've got, right. I've got I've got a shitload of stuff to play now with. I haven't even started Skyrim yet
0: yeah me neither
1: <laughs> yeah it's oh god I'm gonna be oh, <laughs> the amount of stuff I have to play in my backlog, I'm gonna be here for another year I reckon
0: <laughs> alright well I guess we'll round off the episode there Um.
1: yeah we've done emails haven't we so, we,
0: we have listeners yeah. uh, if you would like to send us an email a question a comment anything we we accept all emails we read it on air if you don't want us to read it on air that's fine if you want us to just if you want to have a note to us if you want to say hey mike i love your biceps that's fine you can Thank send you, e- <laughs> you can send an email to uh podcast@psu.com i will post the pictures <laughs> <laughs> so that's podcast@psu.com super simple you can uh, you can follow, well actually you should follow PSU not can, you should, you should be following PSU on Twitter, that's at PSU, D-O-T-C-O-M you can follow me on Twitter, I'm at Don Other, D-O-N-O-T-H-E-R Mike unfortunately does not have Twitter Um, but one day, maybe one day, if we hope you could uh, like us on Facebook, not you could you should, god damn it, you should like PlayStation on Facebook, uh, PlayStation Universe I think our, our page is called PSU and then in parentheses, PlayStation Universe um so yeah without further ado i guess that's it that's been episode 28 mike nothing to add
1: um i had something in my head but it's gone now just like you with um (laughs) (laughs) all
0: right well guys uh i hope mike remembers it remembers it for next episode it's been a great episode thanks for listening to us guys and uh, we'll see you next time
1: take it easy guys
0: peace